Alright, we last left our party. Currently faced by the guards of King Scotty. And King Scotty himself as he walks down this ornately uh, furnished hallway towards the party. The corpse of one Mardet Ostrom, or Lady Ainsley of Grazia, as she was going as. Spread out in on the floor before them with now a one of the carpets kind of lifted and thrown over her body to keep it covered from the young Prince Scotty, who had very much liked his teacher. A teacher whom was apparently using him as leverage to gain favor with the crown and get access to some very dangerous artifacts. The party, allying themselves with longtime hated enemy, Scarin Wave Chaser, broke into her room during a party that they were participating in, in an attempt to find information at the behest of Skarin. Um, unfortunately, things went southwards when some wards went off, alerting Ainsley to their presence, who came headed this direction with Peach and Morton in tow. Excuse me, Peach and Salvatore. Wow, I'm old habits, my friends. Um, <laughs> Surprise, I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, with Peach and Salvatore in tow. They arrived, and after a little back and forth, combat ensued. Very, very hectic combat, uh, in which Ainsley was slain, but unfortunately, Scarin got away with the contents of some sort of secret chest that had belonged to Ainsley. There was an epic fight over the river draw that ended with Peach hitting the water and being scooped up by Zal. As Demi and Salvatore stand in the hallway. Um, Demi and Bims trying to console the young prince and Salvatore trying to keep the peace. Zal lits down onto the balcony of this room with Peach kind of <laughs> princess carried, so to speak, uh, in arms after being scooped from the river. And that, my friends, is where we left off. We go to jail. Yeah, oh, no. we go to prison. Gaston, <laughs> um, I hope not. Do, so, is are Gaston and Bertram here as well? You see, as you say that, uh, I you wouldn't be saying that. Peach wouldn't be saying. Uh, kind of as you as you speak, you see now Gaston appear in the hallway with a few more guards. The king is already here, uh, and you do hear, uh, "Lay down your arms, all of you. All Weapons, right. focuses." I put a book on the floor. Any kind of magical <laughs> items immediately on the ground. I do so, and then I immediately say, "Do you? Yeah, do you, you put on a component pouch?" I. Um, Peach will, um, as soon as they land on the balcony, put down um, Kiara's blade and the frost brand, and go. Oh, gosh, uh, what else do I have? Peach is just like shink, 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 shink. Small hammer. Do I my boots off? Um. All magical <laughs> items, please. God it damn it. Sound like a oh, God. All magical Guard items, please. Oh, no. Oh, every one of them. You heard him. Pull a stone from her pocket. I'm so sorry. This is going to come back in a second. <laughs> Roll persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> just keep setting it down. Uh, it's a 16. Okay. Uh, let me go I'm so sorry. Okay. He kind of eyes it up and down uh, and then turns to one of the guards with him. This is Gaston and says, Kirik, go get Kirik. Uh, he'll be able to help you. Uh, and you see the king kind of turn. Ah, yes, quick. 
Master Bonemeal, please. He'll be able to provide assistance. Uh, but continue. Uh, Someone has you... to get like half naked. I just want to throw that out there. <sighs> They're standing I mean, by it. Alright, great. His armor is magic. Yeah. That's true. What was that name? Magic Carrick hey, Bonemeal. Magic. Bone he was what? the artificer? Bone meal. You haven't okay. heard of this individual before. Um, <laughs> if they're asking for all magical items, she's gonna be like, I cannot remove my clothing, sir. So we'll I don't... stick with your prior persuasion check and says, Very well, just hold for now. Um, Thank you. I will do this. <laughs> She'll change it to like her normal outfit. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> Uh, what what on earth is going on here, please? The assassin scared wave chaser has absconded from these chambers. He is the murderer of Salt March Council member Gallon Primewater, the wizard Sandvalat, two town guard in Salt Marsh, the attempted murderer of Odophilia Primewater, and he has threatened to kill my mother as well. He is also a member of the assembly responsible for kidnapping the fourth hero of the Black Isle, Morton Grumblebunk. You need to get your men on those streets looking for him. He was last seen flying across the river draw. We are not going anywhere. We will stay here, but you need to get his name into the mouths of your town criers and you need to go find him. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> Fair enough. And he looks, this is Scotty, and he looks to Gaston and gives a nod. You see Gaston turn and begin with talking to God. But perhaps we could begin with the tutor to my son who lays slain on the floor of her room. Um, is Demi still, is Demi still, like, standing next to this kid? Uh, I believe now that you were still at a little okay. bit of a distance, you're about, like, five feet away, okay. but Bims is in his lap, and you were both kind of seated on the floor. Okay, um, so may I suggest that you remove your son from this situation? Yes. Bims. And you see, he nods at one of the guards, and one of the guards kind of steps forward, scoops up the kid, and they begin to head out. I would like Bims space. back before he leaves, but yeah. Yeah, Bims goes over to you when you call him. Mm-hmm. He kind of pauses as the guard walks by with Prince. You see the king kind of check him quickly. It's just outside the door, we'll have Kirk look at him. All right. Yeah, are you all your weapons and armaments down? Take off the helm and the sending stone. I, I can't remove. I know, minus your, your clothing items. That's clear. Thank you. They asked. For, they asked for the focuses too. Mm-hmm. Yep. They did. They asked for magical focuses. Now you're welcome to lie here, but they are scrutinizing you closely. And I will ask you to be honest with me, the DM. You can say I'm not going to. I just need y'all to make the appropriate rolls to do so. Zal has I'm everything except everything. for its focus on the ground. I can't. It's a everything but his focus is on the ground oh and the gauntlets sorry i'm looking at everything that is magical so <laughs> I, I mean, like a tiny pair of glasses is mithril plate magical it yeah, is yeah it is all right they're taking 15 minutes they're just starting to take their ribs are broken they're just like ah okay reaching over and trying to help with that medical aid as well clearly something has gone down here please while you're doing this, explain to me what is going on here. Uh, Zal, um, how are you concealed? I know there's a lot going on, but oh no, yeah. he's just pressing. Zal, can you explain to me how you are concealing this? Um, he's, because I assume it, he's, because he still has like the half 
garb over because he's wearing the black top with the nose sleeves and then the half garb. And he's kind of tried to flip it up so it just looks like a bracelet, like a fancy bracelet type of a thing since it's his medallion piece with the eye. And so he has it sitting as like a bracelet, but he's also trying to help Peach. So he's not like keeping his hands Slide still as he's moving. Yeah, he's... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I'm just trying to ascertain the appropriate role for you. On no, this no, one. absolutely. Um, Peach does not notice. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, you said sleight of hand, right? Yes, sir. Hell yeah, dude. Thirteen. Nice. Master Zal, if you don't mind, your amulet. <clears throat> It's, um, huh. Kind of the only thing I have from my past. And we'll and, but... make sure it is returned to you, but you understand the severity of this situation. If we can't um, assure that you're not a threat, we will have to take more drastic measures. And you guys watch as Zal's physically, like, his hand is shaking as he's slowly taking it off. This is the first time he's ever taken it off. Um, and he just kind of puts it on the ground and, like, closes down and just is staring at it and very like scared at this point your compliance <laughs> here goes a long way uh um you asked uh what um may have transpired with lady ainsley of grazia yes of grazia of grand much um that is not her name Let's see. uh she is let me see if I'm getting this right. Uh, Mardet Arstrom of the Scarlet Brotherhood. Go on. If I may, um, before we do go on, make sure that the ears that are here are ears that you trust. And again, I cannot stress it enough, you have a window of opportunity to catch an assassin and it is rapidly closing. But he was in your chambers and that is very concerning. He was here to... He was in... My and he looks down the hallway, like towards no, another in, portion. I, oh, I thought this, was your, this is a very big space. I'm sorry, I don't. It's fine. I don't know where I am. Lady Ainsley's room. I have alerted guards that there is possibly another individual at large. Still, we will respond accordingly. I need you to focus on what is going on here. What is going on here? Um. Yes. That is the question. Well, uh... We'll continue to call her Ainsley. Lady Ainsley was the one that requested that throne, correct? That is correct. That throne is incredibly dangerous. And... In any hands, could be awful. Um, we were already coming here, so we thought that we would investigate what her intentions might be. We had reason to believe through my decoding of a journal by this Scarin Wave Chaser that there was a woman in your court that he referred to as the spider weaving webs. And it became very evident to us through our first interaction with her that she was who that might have been referring to. She used your son as a human shield uh, when we confronted her essentially with this knowledge, but um, 
more important, not more importantly, but um, more evidently, uh, my my friend Peach just spent the entirety of that feast almost, uh, not themselves due to her influence. You would not. Oh yeah, I guess you would know that Peach was yeah, getting noticed. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um. Because it happened when I was on their arm. You knew? It was really strange. I was thinking thoughts that weren't mine. You still said I was the best bond, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I... Sir, I don't know how to convince you of someone's nature, as that individual that my friend is so concerned with absconded with all the evidence against her. I see. These are severe claims that you are making against ladies. You are clearly involved in her death, which in and of itself is quite disconcerting. Well, we were confronted with your son's death and our death or hers, so it wasn't a very hard conversation to have. And if you are telling the truth, I very much appreciate it and you have done the Crown a service, but we have to ascertain that yet. Perhaps, as your friend recommended, we might move to a more secure location to have this conversation. Of course. Your Highness, if you don't mind. Quick question. You have somebody coming here with um, magical abilities, correct? That is correct. uh, I do know there are ways to influence people into telling the truth. I would happily submit myself to that. That is good to know. Your consent is noted. And you already, when we met and talked, you said I was a tricky one. I'm trying to prove to you, and I think all of us can agree, that we are trying to prove to you that we did not want this result. This result was forced upon us by the situation at hand, and we simply were trying to protect what this crown and what your people need which is you and your family less specifically I was mostly worried about your son true we shall see now please step away from your items move forward and you see kind of the guards positioning themselves a few of them have gone into the room and begin looking around Uh, you see them already going into the bedroom and disappearing you can hear them shifting things flipping mattresses as they begin to search the space Peach will describe Skarin to uh, Gaston uh, the salt and pepper hair the scarring on the one side of the face currently bleeding from his arm just just we need to hand them handle this matter now I understand if you don't catch him now you will not catch him later and I don't know why he was here as it I is told noted. you, the people he's killed it range in rank. Is noted. Thank you. Um, so are they having us move away from our items? They are having you step away from your items. Oh, and they begin to flank you. You see a few other guards step in, unless you act otherwise, collecting all of your items, armaments. I... Okay. Well, I, I, as they pick up my can, I say, if you twist the silver bit there, it might give you the ability to see any magic. Uh, it works without any sort of... Eh. Oh, what the... 
he turns it off. It's just like a random guard. Might help your investigation. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Zone. Roll persuasion on that, actually, Salvatore. Oh. Uh, I used it earlier, that thing I get. Yeah. Oh! Damn, 25. Gaston says, oh, give it in. He looks at your pile of stuff. Very good. Thank you, Master Salvatore. And he steps into the room. See a curse luck stone still in my pocket. Um, Zal, Zal 100% is looking at them and he's like, I need you to convince me to walk away. Just just say something that's good. Say, say something? Just something. Um, He's just going to put the You can't wear the bracelet if you're dead. I could, technically. No, 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 no. No, no you can't. Dead. Nope, nope. You can't wear it if you're dead. Let's go. Um... Your mother will, you will get it back. Her journals in that bag of holding on the floor. <laughs> oh. They scoop up everything, and as you are escorted down the king's way, it follows you in the arms of several guards. Some of the stuff is heavy. Peach has a full set of armor and like six weapons. Zal has, you know, all of his staffs and stuff I got like staffs. that. Yeah, yeah I got staffs up the ass. A lot of stuff <laughs> as they begin to follow you down the hallway. Um, you... Zal is 100% keeping Ashi on his stuff invisible. Like, he's not sitting there. He's, like, following it, but he's okay. invisible. Okay, Ashi's invisible. Demi is just holding them. Now, I will say the detect magic rod that Gaston Careful. turned on. You don't. You might not want to let detect magic see invisible things, because okay. that would come into play later. Okay. Because as the spell works, it doesn't technically It see. doesn't? Yeah. See, invisibility is the second level spell. Detect okay. magic is the first level. I'm just saying. If you make that justification. Oh, yeah, know. it says any visible creature. That's mm -hmm. correct. Okay, you're good. You're golden. Okay. You begin to be kind of flanked by these individuals. You can hear the guards in the room. They begin to lead you not towards the exit, um, out, down, like the way back out to the gardens but deeper into the king's wing and as you reach the end of this hallway there's a smaller door to the right it's still a double door but it's not as grandiose or elegant as the rooms and it opens and there are stairs leading downwards deeper into the keep the a few guards step in ahead of you and as you do you hear the wing or the door to the king's wing further back down swing open and the guards return with another figure. Um, just at a glance, pale green skin, dark black hair that flows back up uh, over his head. Um, but you're not certain as you're kind of led into this stairwell that leads downwards. Flanked by guards, you kind of begin to head downwards. The king following suit as well as you're led down, down, down this stair. Uh, it goes straight down, not spiraling, until you come out into a large hallway. It's not cold or damp or dark down here. There aren't bars or cells like that. Uh, but you do hear sounds of folks working on various parts of the, the castle itself. Uh, you're led in kind of a northwesterly direction, Demi, you would know, uh, until you reach um, a large wooden door. Pardon? What time is it? uh it's not even it, it demi would know uh it's probably it it's probably about 11 p.m at 
this point. Oh. The night is starting to get on. You're led to this big wooden door with these massive metal hinges and this big lock. Uh, And Gaston kind of presses around the group, pulls out a key, and unlocks the door and swings it open. And you kind of step into this large sitting room. Um, It's simple furnishing, nothing super fancy or ornate, but it's also not barren. There's a fireplace at one end uh, that is lit, and there are tables running along the side, mostly with benches and stools. In one corner, there are a few padded chairs. Um, You do see, however, that there are a few side rooms that are more barren and do have the accoutrements of holding cells, manacles, so on and so forth. And they have large doors on them as well, wooden with these little metallic slots at the front. You're led inwards, and as you do, you can hear the group that entered the King's Wing kind of catch up behind you. They step forward, usher you towards one of the tables. The guards position themselves around the room. Gaston, the king, and now better seen, a half-orc male. A sweeping mane of black hair rolling backwards and then falling to about mid-back on him. He has short tusks that come out of his mouth. He's wearing a high-collared white shirt that's a little disheveled. Uh, and then a kind of nicer red tunic uh, and these pants. You can see that he has an apron that he's pulled off and folded and tucked into his belt. Uh, And it's just kind of hanging down to one side, almost like a drape. You do see it has stains on it from food and the such. Uh, And the king looks and says, Ah, Master Bone Meal, these individuals have some very, very terrifying news and we need to ascertain that they are telling the truth says yeah all right scooty come on then you lot he pads over pulls out the chair you're all seated on one side of the table and sits down looks towards you all hello now hello hello Uh, have you seen this present before you have not Mm, interesting I'm going to do a bit of magic here okay zone of truth yeah you know it you all good with that Uh, yes seems fine sure appreciate you asking don't fight it and I just sort of (laughs) don't fight it I I literally said I would um Yes, don't. I just... That was just holding the super dragon. Very good. Give me a moment here. And he kind of gets up, nods at the king, gives Gaston a little wink, uh, and then walks in a circle around the table. And as he does, just the slightest blue line follows him as he works, and he begins muttering something as he circles around. You see now dangling next to the uh the sort of uh apron there is a medallion on a chain that begins to glow ever so slightly a blue color as he walks what's, the medallion look like? what's on the medallion perception check <laughs> ah. perception mm-hmm. Ooh. this is 12 that's a 19 plus 6 25 25 12 6, six. 1 uh, Demi, Not freaking out. you know 
you see a uh, symbol of a laughing mask. It's this emblazoned on bronze. Have I ever seen that before? Religion check for me, please. Laughing man. Ooh, hold on. What's religion? It's not that good. Hold on. Giggling boy. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Old Mara is a fairly well-known deity. I'm sorry, that word was what? O l i d a m m a r a. Old pencil. Come here. He's known for he's known to be the chaotic neutral god of revelry. Fun. Okay. Done. Said you not a person. He shifts across the space and sits down across from you, again leaning in. Alright. You lots ready then. Sure. Good. Yes. And you can feel as there is a pulse across the space, and then it begins to settle in around you. You feel yourselves compelled. Everyone agrees? Yep. No one fights it. Okay. All right, your honor. The king steps forward, Gaston kind of in tow. Now, I'd like to begin by asking you all your real names and where you hearken from. Uh oh. Real, real names? Uh okay. Well, My name's Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just started answering. I didn't realize. Peach from Owen Oak. Leans into Gaston. I just near like the the stars. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh. I do want to point out, Your Majesty, that it is under your jurisdiction. <laughs> it's technically not. Oh, it is not. It doesn't say that because it's not in Keolan. Yes, it's not in Keolan. It's on the hinterlands. Oh, the hinterlands. Between the holds of the sea princes and the styes and Keolan. Interesting. Master Salvatore. Dithis Salvatore Calvinia Charlemagne the Seventh from the Free City of Greyhawk. You see as he keeps looking <laughs> at uh Kirk, kind of gives him a nod each time you answer. Mistress Demi. My name is Demi Waters, though uh the latter I have never really associated that much with. Um my home is the sea, as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to need you to provide a specific location. An orphanage in Gryrax. The second she says that, Zal is now staring at her. And... Master Kareen? Uh... Zal Kareen, uh, last name was made up by myself when I was a child. And he's looking at Demi now and just goes, also an orphanage in Gryrax. There's a lot of orphanages in Gryrax. There are multiple. Now, 
What was your purpose to coming to, or purposes to coming to the castle? Oh no. <laughs> we received a summons, um, and we were transporting the object that you know about. Again, we're telling the truth. Do you trust every ear in this space? He glances at Gaston. Gaston looks around the room, looks to the guards, the four of them that are still positioned, and says, Ooh, then she got Ooh. fucking demoted. And they, wow. s- without question, step forward and head out the door. Cool boy. All right. The king. Thank you, Gaston. Now, proceed. And the third goal, because we were waylaid on our way here, and our member, our fourth member, Morton Grumblebunk, was kidnapped, our third goal was to find a way to get him back still is. There was another technical goal, I believe, mm-hmm. which was to find information. Oh, the, which, yes. which this um, entity known as the spider, how they laid their web, if you will, into your kingdom, or more specifically, you, which is what it details in Jimmy's journal. That. Yes. Carrick again. It's in that bag. Nods at the king. Sorry, go ahead. The Dakota Gaston gets the bag and brings it forward, places it in front of Demi. Places the hand on the hilt of his sword. Oh, calm down. It's a book. (laughs) (laughs) It's a magical bag of holding. (laughs) He doesn't know what's in it. (laughs) She's still going to do that. Removes a fireball. Um, No, it's a. She'll pull, she reaches in and, and grabs the her travel journal. Most of this is personal, please don't go looking through it. But um, this these two pages, uh, and then she'll pull out the actual journal, like Scarin's actual journal. Beautiful. This is the decoded version of, of this, which is that assassin that was just in your castle. Right. Here you are. You're on uh, the list of persons of interest. Right under us, actually. Do you mind if we hold these... For a little time, we will return them to you. Can I just rip the pages for you? This is my diary. Roll persuasion. (laughs) Wait, cheers give advantage? No. Do cheers give advantage? (laughs) 23. Do emotions. 23. Very well. Thank you. And she'll just like very carefully like rip the decoded pages from her journal and put her journal back and they can have Scarens. Perfect. I will mention that earlier I was given access to it and I would have created my own copy of Oh, that's true also. Information at least. Uh, and I will point out uh, Mardet Ostrom is listed in the cipher as well. So that name that we have recently provided as um, Ainsley's real name is listed under labeled Scarlet Brotherhood. Is Peach saying this or is Button saying this, just to be clear? Uh, Peach will say it now. They won't say it like that, though. Um, Okay. You'll see that Mardet Ostrom is listed in there under the Scarlet Brotherhood. That's why you looked at me when I said that name earlier. Yeah. Um, You see Kirk watching. New to me information. New to to me that that's her name. Um, I wasn't in... I wasn't 
my brain wasn't all mine for a little bit. She, um, she did this thing with her dance where she made me think that she was the best person in the world. She couldn't possibly do wrong things. And then she tried to make me attack my friends, but then Scarin attacked me and it hurt a lot. And then I didn't feel like attacking my friends anymore. Yes, we were aware she was a powerful spellcaster, just not that she was working against us. And you yes. see kind of Kurglin. I mean, they certainly believes it, Governor. King kind of nods. Is he talking to you? No, he's talking <laughs> to the king. <laughs> Very good. So, your intent beyond our summons was to ascertain information regarding this relic that Mavenon holds, is that correct? Yes. Um, so, through our own bit of research, um, we were entrusted, well, we were entrusted with this throne because Manastrad did not trust anyone else with it, um, for good reason, and then through our own ascertaining and also our, our friend um, who works with the catacombs, um, we figured out how dangerous it was, or we thought, and then we talked to Salvatore and figured out it was more dangerous than we originally had thought, so we figured we would come here, figure out what was going on. I mean, for all we knew when we showed up at court, it wouldn't have been your tutor, it could have been anyone else. And then it absolutely was. Um, the first thing she did was try and pry into Saul's brain to see where it was. I can confirm that is true. She did pry into my brain. She didn't try. She successfully made it in and found out where we had gotten it from. We sent word back to uh, well, Salt Marsh to Salt Marsh to protect the area from where the throne was grabbed. Uh, we believe that there may be something else there. We don't know exactly, but. This leads me to then perhaps a more crucial question, though one somewhat unrelated to the body upstairs. What is so dangerous about this throne? Master Salvatore? And as a DM, you are not obligated to answer these questions. I as have a reminder, to tell the truth if you I have speak. to tell the truth if you speak. Or I just have to speak and not be lying or telling the truth. Yes, you can be vague. Facetious. Um, what did he ask specifically? He said, what is what? so dangerous about this relic, this throne? This throne seems to be dangerous because of what we do not understand about it. There are... Hints that say it goes back to the fall of the great kingdom, correct? No. Or is the, the great the, kingdom still exists, the Gnothian Empire. Gnothian. I don't think he would know that word, though. Kingdom of Purity. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't know that even worse. An ancient what empire of sorts. Yeah. The precursor to the great kingdom. Uh, the civilization that lived there before them had some ties to this relic and a few others we are currently searching for. And for some reason we can't quite understand, they caused this civilization to seemingly collapse. I see. And this throne, you have seen it? You have inspected it? Oh, yes. And what does this... Oh, sorry. Sorry. 
go ahead. Peach just says, it's really big. <laughs> it also turns people to glass and kills them in the instant that they sit upon it. I haven't seen that yet. Well, we I didn't see it either, but Monastrad told us that was what happened to the kingdom expert that was first sent to find the... to inspect it. Hmm. Very well. And then bringing us back to the matter at hand. Yes. You've referenced the Scarlet Brotherhood. Is this correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. What is their interest in these relics? Can I bring your attention to this passage labeled the Credo? Yes. It says, To the kingdom of purity, all other nations will fall. The father of obedience will spread the tendrils beyond the kingdom of Shar and break Flaness to the Scarlet Brotherhood's will. We are his hand, we are his will, all others will bend. Okay. That's a pretty clear mission statement. I see. And you believe there's a link between these two? I, I do. I think, I think there's more than a link. There is a direct connection, a direct correlation between these two. In my research, I have found the. Uh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Adam. No, go for it. Um, the Gnotian Empire I mentioned before. Slight references to it were the Kingdom of Purity. And it seems that this, among with some other items, may have been collected that caused. Oh, I could uh, easily pronounce it as or say it as would be utter destruction. We simply want that not to happen. I see. I assume they seek your kingdom. Your Majesty, if I may pull your attention to another passage, it says here, work has begun at the capital. The spider weaves her web at Neil Draw. King Scotty will fall under our sway. Looks at the book. And you notice that he is quite practiced in not showing expression. The one time you caught him flinching at your statements was at reference to his son earlier. Um, I was just about to sing, bring him up again, too. Yeah. Very good. This is interesting. Now, I have another question for you all. What is Mavenon's purpose in all of this? In the catacombs? To be completely honest, we, we do not know him all that well. I assume you know him better. Um, our friend Dravosi worked and trusted him, and we needed somewhere to hide the throne so that we would not have to deliver it immediately to you because we did not know, quite frankly so, we didn't know um, how swayed you were. Very well. And we believed maybe somebody would try to use it against you trick you into it because as we said the last person that we heard had sat in it literally turned to uh, obsidian I've known Mavenon for some time he is as you say a good man but he would not stick his neck out for this unless it was related to the catacombs oh 
Oh, that may. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we left out a very big detail. They sure did. Uh, the, was... the Scarlet Brotherhood has um, killed one of their gods. I'm sorry, what? Has killed one of their gods. I believe he was Aragorn, the scribe. Uh, um, he brought people to and from, you know, this life to the next. And he, uh, he may be dead. I see. As, as somebody who, more recently, during the attack that stole our fourth member, did pass on beyond the gate and was brought back, um, I can almost assure that there is no guide, technically, other than um, Sir Deweer past the gate currently, who is protecting souls, but I don't believe it's the same as guiding them. I, I'm not sure, obviously, but... Mavon, Ma excuse me, Scotty kind of turns to Kirik, raises his eyebrows, he certainly believes it. Whether <laughs> <laughs> it's the actual, like, truth, truth, I don't know, but they believes he it to be true. He definitely did die in my arms. Jervosi had to shove a diamond into his chest, which yeah. is if Jaws is shirtless as he is, usually it's visible. He's about to be like, leave your shirt on. I definitely pull the shirt aside a bit just to show the scar from where the diamond is. Again, Scotty kind of looks to characters. Oh, yeah, it's fancy magics, but you could use it. Kind of nods. Very well. Is there anything else you would like to share with me? Uh, you really do need to get people on catching Scarin Wave Chaser. We don't know what he got away with, but we know he got away with something. And he is a part of this brotherhood that wishes to bring your kingdom to its knees. Yes. We have sent people out. We are doing our best. Um, Perfect. One, one more thing. We had contacted um, Saltmarsh after um, my mind was infiltrated. We believe there is something still down where the throne was found. We told them to put guards on there, but you really should reinforce those guards because if the Brotherhood does know of something else, they will most likely stop at nothing from what we could tell to get the result they like. And Saltmarsh doesn't have the best of your forces. Really don't. Gaston. Who's, uh, who is responsible for the contingency of guard there? Uh, that'd be early under Fireborn, sir. Good, good. Send word, Kirk. You can handle that, yes? Oh, yes, I can do some ascending. <coughs> Good hold him. We done here. Um, <clears throat> I banished your son. Oh, yes. It's in order in, to protect him. It was important for the boy to be removed from the situation, so I saw fit to um, place him in another small, safe location while uh, the problem was dealt with. It, it seemed important to mention that it happened. He's fine. Everything's good. 
again, he looks at Kirik, and Kirik kind of... <clears throat> and you see his shoulders loosen a little bit, the king's. She was using him as a shield. Thank you all. So that we could not get to her. For taking care of my son. We are going to spend some time deliberating. The guards are turning over that room as we speak. I worry you won't find much. He's very good at what he does. But it's the second time we've lost him. Kirik, I want you to look into Lady Ainsley's family in Grand March as well. Wait, can news. <laughs> Very well. We are going to step out for a moment now. Of course. And discuss the information you have provided. There's much to be done. Do you have any ice for possibly broken ribs? We'll send medical treatment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear as he kind of turns Gaston we'll need to speak with Mavenon as well and he steps through the door and it closes behind the three of them Kirk kind of looks over his shoulder and says nah, we tell you what, hold on and he pads back over to Paige he says you want a wee bit of healing? oh that'd be really nice but you don't have to uh, it's fine, it'll save them a little time Hold on. Here we go And he pulls out a ladle from behind yeah, yeah, I figured out who he was And he places it And as you look oh, down The ladle begins to bubble And a little broth manifests within the ladle He says, drink that He's the You're cook, the cook. Yeah. Nice They're drink. gonna drink it And say, I'm He's your biggest fan He's a cleric cook He is a cleric cook <laughs> I love that. He's a cook. Uh, and you will take... Uh, let me just check his character sheet. Oh, shoot! I don't have D&D Beyond open! A hundred points of damage. It was a lie. <laughs> oh, no. Bad soup. Bad it's bad soup. Soup. Oh, People are allergic. That poison tastes like soup, but this, this soup tastes like poison. <laughs> that poison tastes like soup. Excuse me. Sorry, I just want to make sure I'm getting the right spell level off. Seven. Eight. Seven. How, how intense is he? I mean, he can prepare a hero's feast, so he's not a short. Yeah. yeah. Let's kick his ass. Fight him! Oh! Get another level. I would never. I mean... Magic cook. I want to learn from him. They're going to oh. uh, tell him. My, our friend who was taken, he could make tea that helped my mom's arthritis. Um, that's the closest thing I've seen to anything like this. 12 points of healing. Oh, Thank you. Peach. It was self-taught. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my. Yeah, happy to help. Uh, Thank you. I reckon what you lot said was true. That's a lot of information you got done provided with the master over there, no? So... We got some talking to do, but uh, if y'all pull out of this all right, then you come to find me. I'll be in the kitchens, huh? Yes, sir. I caught some of that. 
And he walks out, and you do hear the door now lock as he leaves. I love him. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say broken ribs? What Um, what happened? And why are the dents in your armor? Don't don't be mad. Don't be mad. (laughs) What did you do? I always get in trouble. I'm not I... mad. I just asked. <laughs> well, that's the most mom thing Karen... Demi's ever said. <laughs> Karen started flying away. Uh-huh. And I caught that's him. All that. Did you? I caught him free. And then he made that door that you can make. And then all of a sudden, we were like 200 feet over the river draw. Uh... And uh, I cut him off real good. But then he got away. You tried to hit and him. And I yeah. didn't you hit him in the air while yes. he was holding you. Yes, fuck him. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well. Got him real good. I don't know what it is about my friends wanting to die via water impact, but if we could please. Best way to go. Not. It's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're all right. You're all right. Oh, by the way, Zol is just mm-hmm. looking Debbie up and down now. Zol really helped me. He he healed me a lot, and he picked me up. Um, you know, I had the helmet of underwater breathing, but I don't know how uh, fast swimming would have been if I'd had to make it back. I don't. I let's avoid doing that. Probably. Is a uh, zone of truth still up? Uh, you feel it fade to an extent nah. as he walks away. We're about to get some real conversations going. Yeah. Go. It's gone. <laughs> okay. 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 Good job with the kid and the door, Salvatore. That was amazing. I was afraid to checkmate. Oh no. No, that was very good. I was truly horrified. <laughs> yes, she was. I had to think of two. Quite, quite interesting. No. I mean, Not it, in the ways it doesn't that have to mean good. This scaring. Who was this? A former butler of. Master Salamore in... This was the other in the city, correct? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes. Never even saw him. No. Well, that's... He's good at that. He was there, correct? This was, it was not some sort of clever rules? Oh, absolutely not. He was oh. there. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't jump into the river draw by myself. I have no idea. Then I would be mad. That's fair. Ah, uh, yes. As you're conversing, could I have you all roll persuasion for me? Yeah! We're oh, going to take man. a group average. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck yeah! Okay, uh, persuasion. So I, I rolled a natural 20 plus 2. Oh, you're 29. kidding me! The one time! Okay. 16! 19! <laughs> What's the average on that, George? A billion? It's very high. Oh my gosh, you won't focus on being average. A the one time it matters. 
somewhere between 30 and 16. Ah. I like I was like, you know how I make the bards uh have a hard time with their persuasion. I include their less charismatic characters. Oh, if you roll <laughs> That's a 21 average. Yeah. My Hell yeah. We love above yeah. average charisma. It's very charming. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, You're likable. Now, ignore me. I just needed to do that really quick. Please proceed with your conversation. Let me know, you know, if you like... want to progress. It's going to take some time. Probably two or three hours you'll be held in this room. Do I have my journal again? They left your journal with you, yeah. Cool. She's going to write. The items, however, the rest of the items are still gone. And they did take the bag of holding. Even a little bag of sand? Yeah. Even your little bag of sand. Damn it. Zal 100% just hasn't looked away from Demi his entire time, and he's just... She's pointedly ignoring it. <laughs> I become uncomfortable. <laughs> I become uncomfortable. Uh, Peach does not become uncomfortable. Peach does not notice. <laughs> Peach does not become uncomfortable. Uh, I feel like like, if we're going to skip a little bit, I feel like at some point, Zal definitely would be like, Gryrax, really? You know? Yes. She's still looking in her journal and writing. In my journal next week, it will say, Zal is trying to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... But do you remember when we met and you said, have you seen a Gnossi before? Mm hmm. And I said one. Mm hmm. This is. Yes. Did we grow up in the same. I highly doubt it unless you have something to tell me, because as far as I know, my orphanage was all girls. We get up close to each other because I. Cool. I don't see how it's particularly important at this particular moment, but it's possible. I'll show you if we ever, you know, get out of here and end up at Gryrax. But the sign literally said like home for girls, so I don't think you were there. Well, I can just say this. I. If, by the gods, that's true, and we grew up close to each other, I wish we would have met earlier. I, feel I don't like... think you do. I do. I feel like we would have been good for each other. Really? No, but it's nice to think about. Uh, it's nice to <laughs> consider. I think we met at the exact particular time we should have, because I didn't like making friends, and from what little bit you've told us you were a problem oh yeah i had enough problems looking the way i did oh same so but then i caused more on top of that yeah no i did not do that smart mm. uh, the healers do show up um to check peach and folks for wounds by the way just putting that out there <laughs> demi is Perfect, pristine, no. and lovely. Sorry. She doesn't have a scratch on her. I'm just winded from dancing for some reason. <laughs> I'm, just 
Okay, well, those are hot dance moves. You've been doing a lot of cardio recently, clearly. I, I am. I'm getting ripped. I'm on 50 days fit with the irresistible dance. Uh, but, uh... You do feel Zal as Ashi kind of lits down and lands on your shoulder, visibly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, um... So, mm -hmm. we should have to sit here and wait for them to decide if. If I don't want to think about the if. Yeah. I'm too pretty for prison. I'd like to say same. I am. You too. can absolutely. I've been in. You are as well. Yes, we are all. I've... Too well, I've been in thrown in a couple of them, but we we are too too good looking to stay there. Honestly, it's not possible. As you're having the conversation, we'll say near the end of about three hours waiting. It is the oh. deep hours of the night. It's two a.m. You hear the door kind of and swing open, and in steps a very decrepit oh, no. looking white tiefling <laughs> yes you're all very pretty thank you and he steps across the room i thought child. you, what you, you really ended up in trouble very quickly didn't you i told uh, you that this was a whole that was less than 24 hours i'm fairly certain. we didn't do anything wrong it wasn't my fault i'm not i'm just I suddenly feel like we're getting scolded dad. by our dad. I'm glad you're all. He's coming to pick us up from the principal's office. <laughs> it's just a gaggle of foster kids. He's like, "Stop! I didn't ask for this." I have spent the last hour speaking with the king. He's informed me of what you told him. He was a little unimpressed with me for not having informed him, but told him it was none of his business. Um, that's fair. And as you hear that, kind of the king says, he, he did say that. <laughs> I believe it. I love the king so and much. And the two of them step in, are standing there. There is a pause as they kind of look you all over with your 21 persuasion roll. Um, Ding. <laughs> and the king eventually says, as it stands, there has been some deliberation between key figures, and it is well within my right to provide you all circumstantial pardon for now. Okay, Understand well. that we will be looking into Lady Ainsley's past and history, and we will be waiting for more information. In the meantime... You may return to your quarters. We may reconvene tomorrow to discuss this further. There will be guard. We will not be returning your magical items. Can but... I have my stone back so I can call my mom? Oh, yes. It only goes one way. It's a sending stone to their mother. He looks in and Kirk kind of oh, give me one minute and he kind of like <laughs> the truth picks it up. Uh, <laughs> I have a sending stone uh, that only talks to my mom and she it. can talk to me. This? Yes. Alright, give me 11 minutes. And he disappears around the corner with it. No, no. identify. 
Wonderful. Come smack It's right weird item, but they, that's what it does, so. Your Highness, your call. I keep my journal, please. It's not magical, is it? No. That's just me. Yeah. Uh. Right. You will note that in the travel journal there is the the blue bookmark that Peach gave them. Oh. It's the only thing she wants from that bag. So, your journal is returned to you. The sending stone is returned. Well, roll persuasion for me. Even with the context of it. Fuck you. It is magical. I hope that you understand that this is a magical item. And I, we yes, do have to be cautious. Can you let her know that I'm alive? I call her a Who are you asking to do this? Okay. <laughs> roll persuasion one more time and roll oh high God. for me, please, because I want the king to call your mom. Oh, like, <laughs> king's uh, okay, so it is a 21. Scotty <laughs> looks very confused. He takes the stone and he goes, How does it just. Yeah, you just talk. Her name's Plum. Uh, hello. Mistress Palam, this is King Scoti of Keoland. Your child wanted me to inform you that they are safe. Despite having jumped out a window? No, no. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. Uh, 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 They're uh, fine. uh, He, like, holds it up. (laughs) A kid... Peach did what? <laughs> Imagine that red letter from Harry Potter. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. How dare you jump out that window? <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's plum. You will hand me to them this instant. And I'm going to roll persuasion on plum against the king now. Oh, uh, the rest of the episode. <laughs> Nat 20? Is that a nat 20? It's a 19. Uh, minus? No minus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Plus. Uh, it's, it's, that's, that's straight. Um, they are uh, not available at this moment, but I can <laughs> tell you they are safe. Uh, I... What is King Scotty? King. I... Oh my... Peach... Just, and he's gonna roll persuasion for her. That's cocked. <laughs> I love this persuasion. She is not persuaded. I demand that you put Peach on at this very moment, King or not. I really do suggest right. you listen to her. You can take it off speaker. It's two. It's two NPCs. It's two NPCs who are just like not. And he, like, steps out of the room, and you can hear this now hushed conversation just from Scotty's side going, like, back and forth with this rock, uh, and it fades and disappears. Eventually, we'll say eventually he does persuade Plum that they are safe. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to be in so much trouble if I get that back. You are. More if I don't. Yeah. Uh. Um, 
So we can't have any... Any of that. Okay. Yes, um, um... I do believe that that is uh, fucking bullshit. That's dangerous. I'm gonna... Did Salvatore just say bullshit? I'm saying that to whoever's still in the room. Okay, so Mavinon and Kirik are still in the room, and they kind of look at you. They'll place guards, and we'll do our best. They will return your items, but they have a right to look into this. I have vouched for you as well. I appreciate that. Um, What if we're just, you know... Innately magical sometimes. What what about that? What you can't that? take magic out of people. I mean, maybe, not that I'm aware of. So I'm just hopeful that just... they're not expecting. Okay, great. Good. So I take it my bracelet is off limits. That's, um... Okay. <laughs> Zal, you're getting a hug. Just letting you know it. What's happening? Zal's not, like, moving into the hug. He's not, like, reacting to it. He's just kind of gripping his own arm, like, really tight, like, right where the bracelet would be. All right. Well, my first time out of the catacombs in quite some time has been an absolute delight, but... I'm so sorry. I will check on the king. <laughs> A little counter somewhere in that cave just dropped a zero. <laughs> Gaston, we will see them to their quarters. Yes. All right. Nothing. Stay safe. We will speak in the morning. You do the same, please. Mm. And he steps out of the room. Gaston kind of begins. Some guards step in. Flank you all. And they will bring you up to your quarters. Salvatore, are you choosing to stay alone or are you choosing to stay with the party? I'm going mm, to hang out for a little bit in theirs, but do I have to choose now? And that's the way it is. They're kind the of, they're, of they're, it's like house arrest. Oh, well, seeing as how they don't know this, but the barrier's still on their room. I'll go to their room. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I can't hear us talking about them inside. Okay. <laughs> Sleepover. They go ahead and lead you all down the halls over to the conundrum company's room and deposit you all there you see that out on the balcony now they have guards positioned nice um to your room um they look at you all uh the curtains are available to have more privacy if you want but they're mostly looking outwards um, you see guards everywhere. And you note as you cross, uh, you're actually brought through the confines and you come up in that wing rather than through the garden. Uh, you step out of a door and you are in the guests' wings here. There are a number of doors unlocked between here and there uh, and some security measures, but you do end up in your <laughs> quarters. I was going to say, it's great to know that the prison is so accessible from our quarters. This was <laughs> absolutely not place. the prison. This was an oh. interrogation room. Gotcha. Just to be clear. Okay. I... They're going to put the screws to us. You are alone are in, in your quarters. Are we in the barrier thing now? Yep. Oh my god. I want to know, it's a really small silver lining, but I'm using it to buoy myself. 
Uh-huh. Scarin watches us from time to time, and he probably thinks he killed me. So in a few days from now, if we're lucky, maybe he'll pop in to look at us and I'll be giving you pancakes. That is That's what's thing to... Oh, joy. I don't have my book. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. <laughs> I miss my book. Does Demi sneeze like that? Okay, moving on. Um... It's weird there's some pepper in the air, Parker. Demi seems like... Oh, yeah. He's a, was a... a booby trap prince on May 4th. Do know what he, when, what he got? No, I don't. How did you... I walked into that room and he was between you two. Yes. Yes, he was. So... Order of events. Order of events. You may roll an insight check if you'd like to, but... Order of events. Um, four minus one. Okay. Order of events. Uh, you you got mind wiped, swiped, what whatever. Um, I couldn't get you out of it. She was being a raging bitch. Um, and I received a message from Scarin. He was in the ballroom. In a corner, and he wanted me to go to that room with him. He said it would be mutually beneficial. I didn't know what else to do. So originally it was just supposed to be me going. Shouldn't have told you that. Uh, but then it was Zol and I, because of how it worked out, and essentially we were using him as a way to get in to find the information that we needed about Ainsley. He also said that if we helped him, he would tell us where Morton was. So I listened. And then Zol made us invisible and you hit him and so he ran off with the information. So I don't actually know. It's not good. Uh, which part? They're not gonna catch him, are they? No, they're not. If we couldn't? Well, I need to learn how to fly. We all need Google. to learn how to fly. Um. Simple but, bit of research. Well, ah. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. No. Yeah, I can, I can help with that a lot more than I could before. What? I can help with that a lot more than I could before. And you see, Zal this entire time now is like turning his hand in his wrist where the, the bracelet's been. And he's kind of just rubbing at this point because it feels weird that there's nothing there. I uh, I didn't I don't think either of us wanted to work with Scarin, obviously, but sometimes the deal is too sweet. Sometimes it's the only thing you have. True. 
wouldn't have been an option if you were of right mind, I am sure. I want Morton back too. Well, at that moment, I wanted Morton back and I wanted you back. I had neither. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. She tried to do it to all of us, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If not, I'm insulted. You don't know, but... <laughs> Mildly insulted. You know you slapped me tonight, right? Oh yeah, I did apologize before I did it. <laughs> and also, I didn't realize that he had like put those cards to sleep, or I would have just walked in. Um, sleep. I don't know. But. That's what he told us, at least. You know. Uh, on with the show. Anyway, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It was a horrible idea, really. But. So, what do we do now? We wait. I can't message anyone. Can't do much, actually. They took most of our stuff, so. Took all of our gold as well. Um, they took our money? Wait. My money's in the bag of holding. Oh, that's fine. Okay. The party that's... fund is all in the bag of holding. Okay. Um, they took, like, all the stuff. Um, I... I have 77 gold. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're now the wealthiest member of the party, Salvatore. That's definitely not true. <laughs> oh, um, really, yeah. Did they take gold and one silver? Did they take like all of our little components and crap? They took all anything that would enable you to cast spells. They confiscated. Okay. Yeah, I don't even uh, have a copper wire to my name, so I'm glad they let you talk to your mother. No, we're not playing D and D. We're playing Second Life. <laughs> 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 all right. Are you guys going to continue this conversation? Are you headed to bed? Is there anything else you'd like to discuss? We should sleep in rounds, right? Room. Mm -hmm. And also there. Big old sleepover. Post-murder sleepover. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Post-murder sleepover. D&D. &D. Oh. I'll take first watch. Take second. I'm sorry, watch? What? Uh, yeah, we watch. Usually I have a big dome over my bed. Can you do that? Without no. the... Oh, well then we're watching, yes. Um... <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, without magic, it's not fun. I feel so yeah. guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been without Everybody's it. real sad. I'm sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm sad because I don't have my magic spells. Yeah. I'll take oh, the no. third watch like I normally do, so I just wake up early. All right. I'll take second like I normally use. I'll take fifth. What's fifth that? watch. Okay. Salvador sleeps I'll, then. I'll fifth. take second to last, I guess. So you're with me? Sure. Yeah. Beautiful. Button, have peach roll perception. Uh, uh, eight. Okay. I really should always have bibs with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you spend your evening watching um, 
in the quiet of this room. The light's all out now. You can see the figures of the guards on the balcony. They have torches in hand, uh, and there are a few sconces lit, and the light kind of comes through the curtains into this room that is otherwise dimly lit, kind of casting this gloomy silence across the room as your companions sleep. But nothing occurs, and you're able to end your watch. All right, and Peach will sleep uh, in front of the entryway to the balcony. Okay. You're able to do so. You make a little sleeping spot. Salvatore, Zal. Yeah. yeah. Watch. Watch. Oh, boy. A two. Okay. Maybe That's a good one. Why does the dome? Why'd you wake me up? <laughs> I got a four. The fall. Nice. Four. Okay. Scary. What did Ashi get? <laughs> oh, God. I just hear it. Asha got an 11. An 11. Okay. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm a sad boy. Okay. You just sleep. What did you just do, Josh? Successfully <laughs> get through the night, uh, or through your watch, uh, and make it onto Demi's watch. Oh, please, okay. dear God, roll better than that. Uh, 18. 18. Well, you went to Come bed on, late at night. The sun begins to rise as it becomes your watch. And your last few hours of watch are spent in the daylight hours. And you said an 18? 18. Okay. Uh, Bims. Oh, I didn't roll for Bims. I'm sorry. Bims! Bims got a natural 20. Okay. Now it definitely happens. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but he got a natural 20. Bims <laughs> reports everything to you. Uh, the sounds of of people shuffling shuffling up and down in the corridors outside. A guard sneezes, and Bim's kind of ears poke up, and his nose goes forward, and he like does the pointer thing uh, off of your shoulder. Um, but you are able to make it through your watch. Um, Bestest of boys. All of you receive a long rest. Yeah. And are through your evening, your night, long, long night following the party. Oh wow, I have all my spells back. Oh wait, it doesn't matter. Hey Josh, give me those two rolls so I have something. Okay. Natural 20. <gasps> we gotta do something big today, boys. And a 12. <laughs> Damn. I like how I can roll a natural 20 for Sean. That's depressing as a DM. <laughs> no, I have it in my pocket right now. The other one was a 12. I don't know if you heard that. Real quick, I got it. Hey, real quick. Natural 20 on that. Yeah, you've got a I immediately 20. wake up and try and find Scarin. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 you can't see through time and space, unfortunately, with it. So, my natural 20. No, I'm kidding. It was my uh, it was my dice that I used for Brothos, too. Hell yeah. Oh, is there, um, is there uh, anything to write with in this room? <laughs> you can certainly I... find some. Oh. If there is not, I would clearly have something to write. And there isn't anymore. Yeah. So ask your friends. Oh. All right. Ask <laughs> your friends. Got all my pencils and stuff. Could I borrow something to write with and on? Oh, gosh. Gosh. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please ignore no, me. You're... I'm going to mute myself for a second here. Role play without me. I am gonna leave. I escaped the castle and I go to. Okay, never mind. He's coming back. Sprint, 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 sprint. Wait. I said role play, not. <laughs> yeah, you have parchment and paper. Thank you. 
Uh, Peach is going to start writing furiously. You rage write. Rage write. That is precisely what they do. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. okay. Anything else you guys would like to do? You have a little bit of time if you'd like to prepare anything or do anything. I mean, I would like to prepare my spells for the day, but I can't. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you don't have a book. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Eventually you hear. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you not sleep well? Actually, <laughs> we wouldn't because it's still got that barrier noise up. Oh, so you can't hear the knocking? <laughs> We can't hear beyond the barrier. Okay. Oh, oh you didn't I don't think. Is that how it works? Uh, let me check. It might say tra- thought... sound doesn't travel outside the barrier. Yeah. yeah I thought it was a sound can't travel out, but sound can travel. Morningkind's private sanctum. It's a lot better if sound can travel in. Uh, 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 sound can't pass through the barrier at the edge of the warden area. Okay, either way. Interesting. Good. Work that how you want. No, no, that may, that's, makes sense. Okay, eventually... You don't know this, but they knock on the door <laughs> and they wait and then they knock gonna get the door again and eventually the door like swings open. Okay. And you see Gaston uh in his guard attire standing at the door with a few guards with him. Uh and he kind of sticks his head into the room and goes and then you can suddenly hear him. It seems like his lips are moving as he sticks his head through the door. <laughs> um I've been knocking. Are you all Ready. Oh, so sorry. Didn't hear you. Huh. Um, right. Uh, the king has requested you in your in in the great hall if you're all available. Sure. Yeah. Oh no, we're busy. anything else. No. <laughs> He's just being. I polite. do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. All right. You are led back through the castle this time through sassy stop, sweetheart. A cat joins in with your slow motion walk. I love that. Uh, You make your way through the halls, back through the gardens with a little escort of guards uh, into the great hall. You see again Kirik, you see Mavinon, you see uh, Bertram, and Gaston is with you. There are a few guards uh, on the outer perimeter, um, but as you step through, um, you feel as you cross a certain line, and sound fails again from the exterior and as you approach the group you could see them discussing but could not hear them talking as you step through that line they are talking again welcome welcome no welcome all says the king they're standing around a large table you see there is a table to the side with most of your belongings piled upon them there are maps parchments those sheets of paper various journals a big chest covered in white powder actually you wouldn't see oh. the chest you just oh. see the white powder uh in the shape of a chest is sitting in like on the floor to one side um, there are a number of items that have been pulled out here please come forward join us hello in the night and you can see it looks like most of them have not gotten much sleep here in the night, we received some information that corroborates what you're saying about Lady Ainsley. Um, we did appropriate checks, but 
She had planned for that, apparently, when we first employed her. As it stands, based on your testimony in the zone of truth, um, and what has been shared by Mavenon, and your own transparency in the matter, we will consider this case closed. Oh, thank God. We did it. We did it. Now, that being said, there are far greater matters at hand. Yeah. And you all seem to be at the center of it. Uh, we didn't ask No. Um, I would like to remove myself from that if it will. I just met these people. <laughs> I see. Well, Mavenon kind of looks at you all and says, If you so wish to, then now is the time to step out of this. As much as I would love to, I don't think that's not actually an option that we have. Oh. But you, you feel free. I have a friend all tied up in this. It's fine. Give it a moment. Think it over. You may collect your belongings. Oh, thank God. Yay! <laughs> All of you rush the table! Marie split his Zal puts um, on his boots again because he's been barefoot for the last half. This is great. Zal's feet are gross. I pick up a cane. <laughs> pick up some glasses you I never use. all retrieve your items and take some time to adorn yourself with whatever is needed. You see as the others are pouring over information on the table, <laughs> discussing amongst themselves. Gaston just kind of nods, gives you all a bit of a smile, returns to Bertram, and they begin conversing between the two of them. They still yeah. look cute together? They're still a, they're still a thing? Inside check. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I'll do it. It's a <laughs> 15 plus 6. So 21? 21 on that insight check on the pretty boys. They get along very well. Good. I'm here for the Can romance. Can approach the pretty boys um, <laughs> and ask I, I assume the answer is no but is there any chance that you caught any wind of Scare and Wave Chaser? From what we've been able to ascertain thus far, no sign of him. If your testimony is true, then he flew? Is that correct? Yeah, he flew, and then he made a door in reality. And then the door in reality opened over the river, where he dropped me and then made himself fly again. That's impressive. Use a lot of magic. Yes, it is. I may be able to help with that. What do you? Um. Well, I believe, possibly, he he has a unique ability of being able to watch us through scrying magic. I've um been conversing with my patron and hoping and well, praying and thinking a lot. He's lying at this point. Um, and I might be able to copy that technique. 
but look back at him instead. Hmm. I mean, that would certainly be helpful if you're willing to commit to aiding us in this endeavor, whatever you can provide. Oh, Mavenon speaks way. highly of you, and Bertram speaks highly of you. Yes. Would you like me to try now? I, could, I don't know if this well, is a warded room. You're safe here. I don't know what that means. But, but we can scry from this place, can we? Well, no, you'd need to step out. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So we'll do it a little bit later. You all have your belongings. The two are standing there. Navanon and the king kind of look over. It's your guys' call now. How you proceed. They've given you an out. Yeah. They've given us an out? Yeah, we made it. Let's just go, guys. <laughs> How do you want to proceed? I'm not worried about my god following Aragal. Um... Is destroying this chair something that can that we think can be done? You know as much as we do in regards to this, honestly. Seems like you might be the foremost experts, especially Master Salvatore here. <laughs> We'd welcome hey. your help. We've found some things in that room. That Ainsley missed. Or this Skerrin fellow did. Oh. See? What sort of things? You're committed to this path, then? Or are you asking out of curiosity? I am no. curious, but... There's something that I think... There's someone that we need to find along this path. So, we're going. Even if Morton is with us, I think, what do you call it, Mathanon, Bertram, the machinery of death? I don't think we're comfortable with it being the way it is right now. Broken. It certainly may have implications for us all. The king looks a little confused at all of that. He's like, Either way, uh, your aid is very much appreciated, but we do need to be cautious moving forward. It is better for you not to have this information if you no longer want to be involved in these matters. You understand that correctly? Yes, but I also don't believe Scarin will ever let us not be involved in these matters. So, Honestly, I'm sure he'd love to you have you not be involved in these matters anymore. I you say that you're good at foiling him. Haha. He is snidely whiplash. Not good. Somewhere, Scarin is like, ow, my heart! <laughs> he needs a heart throwing shade. Oh, all this dirt. In graceful keep. <laughs> okay. I say we do it. Why not? Mm -hmm. Very well. The first time we took down an avatar of a god, or. Possibly this one. is different, but this we are very different. But yes, is it though? Because we is. did kill the avatar of a god. An avatar, not not an actual god. Well, we want to stop people from from killing gods. We are not experts, but we are here. I just and want to know what we have. That too, <laughs> but fine. Very well. The king kind of steps forward. 
using Master Salvatore's staff. <laughs> Thank you. We were able to discover this. And he pushes over a little metal kind of half. It's like an ashtray. Uh, and sitting in it is a piece of paper. A burnt piece of paper. Just about two inches across the top and an inch down remains of it. The rest of it is ash. It is the same little metal tin thing that Scarin was holding up to show Zal and Demi. The paper has residual magic on it. Oh. oh. What kind of magic? Yeah, I'll tap the cane. Just in case. You see on it conjuration. <gasps> hmm. Interesting. Conjuration. Could have been a message. It's my guess. Whatever it was, Ainsley didn't want us to see it. Give me a moment, and I pick up the dish and I move to another table. Just put it down, stare at it for a little bit. Okay. I'm going to try and cast Mending. Okay. Yes. Here's what I want to do. Oh! How, tell me how you're casting it. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of work with old destroyed texts mm -hmm. and, and papers and stuff. Um, so I'm just going to try and like slowly let it heal not just like a snap and it's fixed just sort of like a low probably over the course of a minute or five minutes in just a temperature controlled dark lit room. Low level, <laughs> low level area there's no humidity pulling water from the air just yeah. Everyone is just magnifying glass. you move away from the table and all eyes just kind of follow salvatore okay what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a percentage dice on this, and I'm set based on it to see how successful the mending is. It? Yeah. A restoration roll? Yes. As you begin to focus on this, at first, it is very difficult. Little pieces, the edge, begin to manifest back. <sighs> as they seal back pieces of ash from the tray kind of reforming along this seam. And as you focus on the spell, it begins to kind of piece together and you begin to see writing. And Ooh. what languages do you read? <laughs> Please. Abyssal, Celestial, Common, Draconic, Gnothian, Infernal, Primordial, and Undercommon. Okay. You can read Primordial? Yes, yes, yes. So can we technically? Yeah. Read. I didn't know that. They're, okay. <laughs> when you have a language, you can read and write. Yeah. Now there was a like a written language. Read, yeah. write, and speak. As none of the wind. You look at it. Yes. You're not sure if this is a native tongue or what, but in abyssal, the pages begin to come together. Ah. Or not the pages, but basically a little square of ripped paper square. returns. It's about about the length of a page. It's ripped mm -hmm. about two inches down, but there is language on that piece of paper. 
and it says the following. Oh! In two very distinct hands from oh, each okay. other. <laughs> I was like, why are you too fast? <laughs> two different writers. Two different writers, okay. The first paragraph says... I'm going to copy this one. I talk about The vault is not empty. <laughs> the Durgar stumbled upon two. The rat has gone silent. Send the wraiths. Look to the arch, the spider. The second paragraph says, The wraiths are sent. Watch for the rat. The crow. <laughs> the crow. You're very certain that this page is very potent magic. Pertinent? Potent. Potent. Conjuration. Interesting. Would I get the sentence ascending spell? Roll an arcana check. Yeah! Uh, you know what? I'll use my 12, so that's a 21. Okay, bastard. Uh... <laughs> You, with that arcana check, as you begin to look at the magical signal radiating off of this with detect magic, you spend time poring over it with mending. Mm -hmm. You're quite certain this is a page from some sort of device that can write messages back and forth between two points. That's lit. That's so it's like a sending device? It's like a sending journal. It's like a journal? Oh, they have like walking. This is the Doctor and River song. Yeah. One of them's uh, Voldemort. Yeah, they're paired. Yeah. So there's <laughs> two journals that are the same journal in different points. Okay, so they literally like split the same object into two versions of itself. Yep. And can oh, write on it simultaneously in real time. And they, that book wasn't found in there. <laughs> I don't know. Did you find a book? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. We did not. <laughs> I bring over what I've restored if I haven't been doing it in front of them this whole time. They've all been watching, but you've been very much like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and you show them the page. Most of them can't read it. Uh, and you are asked for a translation. Zol can at least, but... Yeah, Zol um... puts his hand on there after, and then just eyes go wide, and he's just like, oh, that's... It's pretty fucked. Um, and I'll translate what it says to him. I love what Salvatore love swears. Uh, <laughs> they found two. Yes. So we squashed a spider, we lost a rat, and now there's a crow. Apparently. Anybody familiar with anyone that seems, I don't know, to have that aesthetic? Bird-like. Hmm. No, but perhaps we should Gods, I don't know. I think, um, think... Monstrad needs to be contacted again. We've had communication with uh, Eliander, who has oh, been okay. speaking with Manistrad. They have guards up for now. I, I don't, you should be I... prepared for an attack. I think those wraiths are what hit us on the river, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. They were able to kill me in one hit. Yeah. Surprised me from behind, stabbed me once, and I was down. Oh, then there is far more urgency. We need more guards. 
or for us to be there almost instantly. We need to. What is the profile of these beings who assaulted you on the river? What What are they like? We need to know what they are so we can combat them. Ghostly entities. Skeletonish. I don't know. Like what, shades. What were their abilities? What the, What did they do? They could hover. They could. They could disengage uh, by becoming incorporeal. <laughs> what, I, what I know. I'm not asking for mechanicals. What What did they do? Is what they're asking. What, <laughs> what did they do they in combat? Very, what I know, they were very susceptible to radiant magic, since I'd used radiant magic on on them. Roll a straight intelligence check for me, Adam. I think that's fair. Okay. Well. Why would you ask me to roll anything? I'm sorry, but... you know my rolls. That's a five. It's also dum-dum. Um, Himbo life, baby. You know you know, you used radiant damage and it had an effect. Okay? You you might not know... It. Yeah. You, like, it, it hurt them. The radiant they damage were... hurt them. You know that for sure, which cool. is good. That's good information. No, I know. Yeah, I, I would pass that on to them as, like, radiant damage did hurt them. Absolutely decked out in magical items. Oh, so... Gaston. Like shadows. Mm -hmm. There's no way that they're equipped to combat that in Salt Marsh. No. They weren't yeah. equipped to combat Garen. We weren't equipped to combat them. Could you get us there, though? I mean, I feel like we're better off now. I. You see folks kind of look around between themselves. Kira kind of. Like, no, that's not my forte. Can, Roll to doing something like that. We can get back to. Roll perception for me. Perception. perception. All of us. All of you. Uh, Seventeen plus six. This many. Twenty-three. This Two twenty-three. Many. Seven five. Demi. What's up? <laughs> You notice, as everyone's kind of looking between themselves, mm -hmm. Bertram and Mavenon's eyes lock. And they kiss. And they miss her. <laughs> She's going to walk up to them while everybody's looking at each other. Something to share? There is a way. I can certainly try. To get you there. Oh? I don't like the try aspect of that. What does that mean? My connection to my god is one that provides certain boons and benefits. In the re well, they've never been exactly reliable. And we may be have stumbled upon why that is now but I could get you close or certainly try close to solve it us. is not easy for me to do okay well let's <sighs> let's figure out if that's the best course of action first because just we have a ship we do we have a about oh right. you have a ship that's very far away we have a ship down the river, yes. It's back at Tyrant's Landing. Is it? Right now. Probably? Hold on. <laughs> Just one moment. Steps <laughs> out of the... Uh, wait, did she say one moment out loud? Yeah. You can't do that here. 
I know, I know. I'm gonna. That's why oh. I said one moment. I'm gonna just be right back. Um, <laughs> to walk out of the like phase, just really quickly. I have so much to fill you in on, but more importantly, where are you in the ship right now? Good to hear from you, Demi. We're about a day out from Tyrant's Landing on the way back. Oh, okay. We've made good money. Oh, shit. All okay with you? God damn it, why do you always do this? <laughs> why do you always gotta, gotta cast him? Set? Ah! Yeah. Oh, she got us! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, why do you do this to me? I didn't get any more level. Fucking damn it. Um, You send him a high level spell if you want to keep your thirds. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't um, have to respond. He, he knows you well enough now that if you don't give him a response, it's all right. It's not the end of the world. Okay. He'll, well, he'll survive. She'll just walk back into the thing. I feel bad, but I'm not doing that again. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, can hear you. Uh, what? Demi. Oh, sorry, Demi. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. Turn um, the ship around. The next twenty-four <laughs> hours, in a super bad mood with everybody on the ship. He's like, like oh. call me back. Oh no. Did I do something wrong, Heinrich? Did I do something uh, wrong? I don't <laughs> fucking know. Who are you talking about? I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do something wrong. God. For the lengthy, for the lengthy CL. Um. <laughs> Okay, she'll walk back in, and so our ship is a day out from Tyrant's Landing currently. It was at Grirex, correct? It was. Uh, yeah, I was coming back from Grirex. It's like a four-foot journey. <laughs> so Sean looks at maps. Never gets old. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry. So yes, uh, we will let them know. So we, uh, yes, they're on their way back to Tyrant's Landing now. That's where our ship is. And Peach does bring up a good point. I would feel a little guilty even trying to bamf ourselves back to Saltmarsh and leave that ship unattended. We hit a very strange magical storm on the way here. You and would have to spend a week traveling back down river to get to your ship, which will take you a few days to get to Saltmarsh. That archway will be fully absconded with. Yes. You could always... You could always pop down there, back to Saltmarsh, have them meet us there. I think Oceanus can captain the ship fine, get it there in one piece. There is some way I could research. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Finally. He could captain it just fine. She's just thinking about that one storm. <laughs> um, I attack Seton. Also that. It's on the side, though. He's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could put some research into finding um, a way to utilize teleportation circles, but that is currently out of my hands, and currently I don't have one that leads me to Saltmarsh. Oh, boy, wouldn't that be nice, Mordenkainen? I'm sorry, what? You should not use his name in vain. When we hear the oh what, all of you like, to assume he's not God. He like looks over and just does. We had a teleportation circle in our house that Morton Kynan kindly uh, broke. 
it was his, but it was it would be it very nice in this house. Not even going to respect that sentence with a response. Well, <laughs> Master Salvatore, we do have a teleportation circle in the catacombs. I know that Does doesn't get you been... to Salt Marsh, but it would be a point of reference. I would still need to locate the ability to have the spell. I currently don't know it. We'll look through the archives, but as it stands, I'm not certain we have access to it. Ooh. Our circle's been there for hundreds of years. Well, if I ever have access to the spell, I would love to take a look at it. Very good. Uh, Ooh. Lots of noises. Well, is there anything else in the room you found before we... The chest was empty, is that correct? Gaston. Yes, the chest was empty. Um, mostly wares, anything that was of import that we were able to find uh, was on her person, and those were just magical items. Nothing incriminating. incriminating. Um, again, the chest was empty. All that was left with that single burnt page. Um, not to sound morbid, might we take a look at those magical items? It could possibly aid us in some way. And, you know, you're welcome to like... investigate them. They're here on the table as part of the evidence. He kind of oh. ushers, and you do see the lattice framework of this strange armband and also a dagger. Can we look over those that are on the magical table? Identify. Bam, bam. Oh, identify. Okay, you're going to cast identify. Yeah. All right. He's going to identify those that are on the table. 20 minutes later. Both of you, or who's identifying? I don't have identify. I don't know what you're talking Just about. Zal, do you want to investigate and then identify? Yeah. Um, I'm going to investigate. So after the first 10 minutes, which are you starting with? Uh, whatever one Zal doesn't pick up. Okay. We'll pick up that dagger. Okay, I'll pick up the spider thing then. Okay, so the spider thing Ooh. first. The dagger, as you roll investigation, Zal, uh, is quite ornate. Um, it is this wicked-looking blade that curves out and then into this sharp, long point. It's almost like a, if a scimitar was shrunk down, but the end has a point to it, so it can still be used for stabbing as well as cutting. Uh, it's got a bit of a hook on the underside and then this heart, heart, uh, handle on it. It's weighted very well, quite well made. Um, why are you describing something I want IRL? Come on, man. Sorry, my bad. Uh, it's a 14 for my. Okay. Uh, looks to be quite magical, but you don't have any magical means of ascertaining why or how or what. Morton. I'm going to pretend like I do. Stop it. God, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Stop twisting that dagger. Morton things. Josh, I'm holding the dagger. Stop twisting it's it. It's 30 weeks of, of trained behavior <laughs> that I have to say. This. Salvatore, as yes. you look at this ornate bronze-worked interlaced lattice, it's this kind of hand cover that runs down the top of the hand and then up the arm mm-hmm. and then wraps around in this sort of almost Faraday cage-like structure that's much prettier that clasps on a little brass abdomen with a recess in it 
And that recess contains a glass canister that has this strange blue liquid inside of it. Interesting. The abdomen of that, which is essentially the, the latticework as you look at the underside, appears to be like arms or uh, legs of a spider. There's a head attached to the abdomen, and there are these two little pronged um, fangs on it. As you cast invest, or excuse me, identify, God, I'm not on, on today. You identify this as the phase venom bracelet Ooh, made phase. by uh, a friend of ours from Instagram, Feralborn Trading, who makes some really cool D&D items. So take a look at those. Um, basically, I'm going to go mechanics for you really quick. Sure. This item either slowly injects a slow trickle of phase venom spider blood into your veins. There may be repercussions for that long term with the slow trickle. Um, but it does provide benefits for that, I'll tell you in a minute. It also appears that you can overdose yourself with this phase venom. Um, doing so has definite and very clear uh, ramifications but does have some very interesting mechanical functions and those are the venom empowers you with a modicum of the spider's power i.e. a phase venom spider or a phase mm -hmm. spider when you are hit by an attack from a creature you can see you can use your reaction to attempt to phase through it imposing disadvantage on the attack roll so you may use your reaction to impose disadvantage on enemies while you are wearing an attune to this item. That's all, all the, like every turn when you have a reaction? Every turn. Just There's no okay. limited charge on that. through the attacker or phase through anything? Phase through the attack. The one attack. attack. So you can use run, one reaction to phase through, and try to phase through an attack. It gives you, uh, again, or them disadvantage on that attack. Okay. Uh, you can't use this feature again until the end of the next round, obviously, because it's on a reaction. Yeah, okay. You have a climbing speed equal to your walking speed. <laughs> you can creepy. move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving your hands free. I don't like that. I love that. Yeah. The overdose Who becomes Spider-Man? The overdose? As an action, OD. you can cause the venom to surge into your veins. You nice. must make a DC 11 constitution saving throw, taking 4d8 damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. For the next one minute, you can use your bonus action to magically shift from the material plane to the ethereal plane or vice versa. If you are in the ethereal, at the end of this minute, you shift back to the material plane. If you are inside a solid object when this happens, you are instead shunted to the nearest unoccupied space and take 1d10 force damage for every 5 feet traveled. Once you use this feature, you can't use this, use any of the bracelet's features again until the next dawn. Oh my god, I fucking love it. There are, again, there is the overdose ramification, which is an instantaneous, but as a DM... I have the there right to, there could be long-term effects yeah. of injecting oneself with phase venoms. Phase spider venom. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's really dope. Mm -mm -mm. Um, we all could use. And you're intent on keeping these here? What would you have us do with them? Um, give them to us. <laughs> What is the dagger? Roll persuasion, I guess. 
Can I Natural I salvage. Oh, you Salvatore, you recall this moment in the morning, early, early, as you were meditating on the time to come, and you knew there would be a period where you very much could come across something that would benefit you incredibly moving forward with this venture. And you weren't sure when it would come or when it was happen. But as you are inspecting this and you mention wanting it, you feel fate shift in your favor. And you reach out and grasp with your divine ability Mavanon kind of looks at the king and goes, It might be wise. Considering what we are asking them to do, to grant them these items. So as they better serve us moving forward. The king kind of contemplates for a moment. Alright. Both the dagger and the bracelet, is that correct? You wish to take these? Uh, yes, I believe both items are, and I hope that the knife and I identify it. <laughs> okay. The <laughs> knife is a vicious dagger. Oh, 1d4 plus 3, magical uh, dagger, finesse light throwing. When you roll plus a three. 20 on your attack roll with this weapon, the target takes an extra 7 damage necrotic. Damn. That's really good. Uh, I say, yes, we will be taking both of these. <laughs> that is okay with Very you. well, yes. Please put them to good use. Demi's sitting there being like, I have a really nice loot in a store that I wish I could ask you for. I... Also, we need money. Twenty! Not anymore, that's gone. Yeah, I burned that. <laughs> now he rolls a 20 on that persuasion check. <laughs> You're welcome to to broach the topic of funding if you'd like to. That's your call. I'll leave that up to the better talkers. Is, um, don't mind if I do. Is there any... I'll help. Is there, is there... <laughs> um, I don't mean to be insensitive, but is there um, any other way you could help us in this venture? Um, we're currently paying off a ship for you. Roll persuasion. We didn't take money to deliver the throne. Because oh, we not... did. We were supposed to, technically, yeah. <laughs> You're asking him for payment for a job you <laughs> didn't complete. 17. I mean, it's there. 17 plus 10. 27. Again, Mavinon looks at Scotty. Technically speaking, they delivered the throne to me. <laughs> not to the lady who would hurt you with it. Sorry. Unpleased. <laughs> Did you get the 2,000 up front initially? Is that correct? Of the 4,000? I don't think we've... Got... Hold on. Because it was 4,000 that was offered to you all. Hold on. Did, did we get any of it? I don't think so. I wasn't here. That's literally what's in my head every time. Every time I have to think, that's where my brain goes. Earworm. Oh, shoot, it's in my old journal. I don't know, Josh. You know what? I don't think 
did? Fuck it. Okay. The king goes, all right. We can grant you what was offered in payment for the delivery of the throne. That seems fair. 7,000. It's certainly no. (laughs) That certainly (laughs) will help you as well in your endeavors here. Gaston, can you have... They return, Gaston returns with another guard a few minutes later with 4,000 gold pieces. 8 million gold pieces. 4,000. You guys are so lucky. 4,000 gold pieces. Still not enough to afford my boat or my loot, but we're getting there. It was ten. The loot was ten. Well, it was ten. The loot cost as much as the ship. Yeah, the loot cost as much as the ship, which is why she didn't ask for it. It's still a steal. How much? How much did we have? I thought we were close. We have eight thousand eight hundred and nineteen gold pieces. Plus four thousand. No, that was adding four thousand because we just bought a really expensive sword. What if we sell some stuff? Well, I don't know. Maybe. I've but. never sold my greatsword, which I had for a long time. Yeah, That's we have stuff. We, we, get, we want to get you the. May I clarify? Yes. The items on the table. Uh-huh. Where are they going? Oh, uh, I don't know. I was just holding. Salvatore just picked them up. Salvatore, are you taking the First phase way, venom? I decided to have the spider venom. Go mm-hmm. ahead and real quick search uh, for Phase Venom bracelet. Hold on, let's talk about it. I don't want to just take it. All right. Well, whoever's adding it, it's a- you identified it. Who's adding it? I don't, I, don't it I don't know what that is. I don't want Does, it. Do either of them have to be attuned. Is a good question. Both of them have to be attuned. Oh, I take that back. The dagger does not. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I can use daggers, but like, I don't. I don't oh. get into combat a whole lot. You want me to like, hold on to the dagger? Like, a little little side note. Salvatore didn't have any magical items coming into this. Minus like one. Didn't. Yeah. Salvatore, do you want the boot? I was a mean DM. Sorry. <laughs> I have two things. Oh, you know what? No, hold up. I'm going to ask a question. Is that cook around? Yeah, he's standing there just watching all of this go down. Demi's going to walk up. Hello. So, this is probably presumptuous. Yeah. And she pulls a stone from her pocket. Yes. What you got there? This is a cursed luck stone. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna throw it over her shoulder and wait for it to come back. Ah. <laughs> he laughs again. Oh, look at that. You've gone done got yourself a curse. <laughs> I can fix that. Thank you. I could have done it if you asked. <laughs> No. Also, you're going with us, so no spell slot taken. Let's go. All right. Um, I'd also need a data prepared. Give me a second here. So real quick, I just want to say it's been a great journey from episode three till now. Clerics, you, I needed a cleric. It was literally thirty episodes. For thirty episodes. <laughs> I've been cursed, but I haven't needed my attunement slots either. Like it's not. But I love that. I haven't that, but you need that loot. Correct that me if you I'm saw wrong. a loot and immediately went thirty I'm episodes. I'm looking at the my spell ass. here in a second. Yeah. A uh, I was more curious about the item. Does the remove curse or remove the curse from the item, or just the attunement to the character? Let's uh, let me take a look at the spell. Hold on, because then we would just have a cool luck stone. Then we would have a luck stone. Well, yeah. Josh was looking. It, is it cool if I steal the dagger? 
Go for it. Does anyone want, want the dagger? I'll, I don't I'll use a whole lot of melee stuff, so it's not attunement. So if you have, yeah, so hold on to it. the dagger, you should just be able to look up vicious dagger. It's a rare. Should be coded blue in D and D Beyond. Okay. Um. So, the way remove curse works uh, is mm -hmm. at your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object. So he oh. can remove the curse from you, or he can remove the curse from the object. Please uncurse the stone, please. Its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to it, to the object. So, oh, no, it doesn't remove it from the object. The object uh, remains cursed. Well, uh, please get this off of me so I may sell it. All right, all right. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, yeah. He kind of goes, all right, uh, here you go. And he bops you on the forehead, and there's just a poof, And you feel yourself disconnect from the stone. Oh, thank God. No one look at this. And she's putting it in her back. <laughs> no, I wouldn't look at this for too long. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Anything else you're cursed with? We can help with. Nope, just over exuberant <laughs> Can't fix that one. <laughs> My genetics are out. <laughs> Can't fix that either. Yeah. Maybe less meat in your diet. <clears throat> I refuse. Well, there Thank you me. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are no longer attuned to the cursed luck stone. Character progression. Okay. <laughs> With some of the things we have, we can. Uh, Humphrey Tabor. Are we having? Are we having this conversation in front of the king? I want him to feel bad. I'm not having that money. Yeah. You have. You he just gave you a trip. like a small town's worth of gold. He owed us. Oh, you're fine. He doesn't feel any guilt. I apologize. Plus, there's uh, money. He feels he feels appreciation for that. Still no guilt. He didn't get any reward for saving his kid. Rude. Okay. We yeah. didn't save his kid. Let's do. Take the four thousand gold back from you, lot. I and the items. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Let's just sell the ship. No. Solid choice. I like it. Right. As you guys finish up this, is there anything you'd like to do further? How would you like to proceed? Yes. yes, but uh Peach is going to ask um if there is any sort of place where bards congregate in the city. Uh who who are they asking? Sorry. Yeah, Bertram, because he seems to get out. Um any of the taverns? The festival, Rich Fest, is in a few weeks. That would be a huge turnout for bards. Why do you ask? Anything specific? Yeah. Um. We didn't catch him, but, and this is, this has been written very quickly, so it is not perfect meter. Uh, but I would like to start spreading the word on something. Um, and they will take one of the copies and hand it to Bertram. It says, There once was an assassin who, though aged past his prime, did shamble through the castle gates, a schoolteacher to find. Scare and wave chaser, gray and gaunt, inept beyond his years, did manage to kill no one, no, a rat amongst his peers. Uh, raiding a lady's boudoir, he did manage to get caught, <laughs> and sit a poet on the one called Ally, all for naught. Wave chaser's vile fraternity would do their ilk more proud, to find assassins from here on who did not creep so loud. Okay. 
love it. He takes his copy and says, get it into distribution. Excellent. Thank you. Zal definitely leans towards Demi at that point. They're getting really good at poetry. I guess I'm not the bard. I mean... Incorrect! Alright, guys. As you begin to prepare for whatever you're going to decide to do next, we're going to go to a quick break, because we are well past that. Boys are both pretty. (laughs) But he's prettier! No, shut (laughs) up! Guys, campaign campaign is best campaign. Yeah, welcome in. Uh, guys, do we should we not do this and do a raffle drawing instead? Maybe yeah. that's that. That was a solid idea. <laughs> All right, my friends. Uh, it is time. So I'm going to press a button here in a second, my dear friends. I'm just going to refresh this, make sure we're good to go. We've got uh, quite a few entries in here. I'm pretty excited to see who wins. And it just updates. Okay, here we go, guys. It is time. I'm going to roll the dice. Scott Wass. At Scott Wass. S-C-O-T-T-W-A-S-S. Scott Wass. We hope you're here with us. Uh, He is. Scott, hey, congrats, my friend. (laughs) Hey. All right, my friend. Hey, we're going to message you after the show. Uh, and get your email so that we can pass that on, and then Skull Splitter will handle the rest with you. So, congratulations! You just won a big old dice mug filled with Ooh. approximately 100 dice. It is pretty really good. Real quick, according to, to Chad uh, MB, Scott, you now owe him drinks. So, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's not binding for us legally, but but you got sorted out. <laughs> That's amazing congratulations scott thanks for being here we're this is we're really glad you're you're here thank you all for being here we'll have another one next month yep another one next month so stay tuned it's gonna be super exciting and thank you you know who we should probably thank to skull splitter dies they're really good their products are super cool they're real good for like cost effective like you want to get like a bunch of dice i've just bought like bags of dice they randomly give you like a sort of dice and it's like mm-hmm. super cheap it's amazing so if you want a dice goblin and you know it's like, time for the holidays bathing dice that is yeah. a good shout holidays if you have some friends that are real big dice goblins you go ahead you go order them some dice it is getting cold how many dice do you want you're my local go- dice goblin. Your <laughs> local dice goblin and give them some more dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Are we ready to start some more D&D? Yeah. All right. We rejoin our party, having picked up some money and some items and standing in the Great Hall, currently under the protection of Private Sanctum, discussing their next steps in regards to these ancient relics. How do you guys want to proceed? Mm. So there's a teleporter. Possibly. Ah, yes. I, to be clear, we have a circle, but I don't know that anybody knows how to use it. If I am to help you teleport, this is a one-time thing. Mm. Oh, oh, and I mean, to use a teleportation circle, don't you have to have one where you're I don't know if I'd know that. Yes, you would. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 
So we would still need one where we're going, and I don't I know don't there know. is one in Saltmarsh. Yes. Maybe we just do the one-time thing. Possibly. Seems to fit the best. And I tell Oceanus to sail the ship back to Saltmarsh. Hmm? Unless you want them to stay in Tyrant's Landing. I don't think that's better. Just tell them to meet us at home. Yeah. And you could also tell them to avoid storms, because, you know. I mean, we tried yes. to avoid storms last time, but... <laughs> I think he'd think I was being mean if I told him something so obvious. Um... Also very true. Demi! Demi! What have I oh done? my god! <laughs> Poor Poor he hates me! <laughs> He's walking around like... Silently sobbing. No, he'd probably be like, no, that's about right. She should hate. He's just doing the Terry Crews like peck thing. No. <laughs> oh my me. god. <laughs> Don't ever. He's working out. Oh gosh. He's doing crunches and thinking yeah. about what he did. Um, I will try my best to help you if that is the method you'd like to pursue. How close is close? Exactly. You said it wasn't like an exact sort of thing. It is very... If it works, it should yes. be quite precise. How likely is it that it doesn't oh, work? no. <laughs> How likely is it that it doesn't work? Normally, an individual in my position would be quite confident. My concern is surrounding the information we have on Aragorn and my patron, Wejoss. So is that like... I was about to use an analogy that doesn't exist. Never mind. Um, I lost it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, was, I can't think of anything else to do that analogy with, so move on. Okay. Do I know a lot about teleportation baseball. magic? Roll an arcana check. Yeah. 15. Nope, 16. You've shown an interest in it, as you've uh, explained before, so you have some, like, rudimentary ideas of how it's supposed to work. Mavinon is not speaking as somebody who uses teleportation magic, especially from an arcane perspective. Mavinon is speaking, like, a man of the cloth. Okay. And you've experienced that before. <clears throat> Sometimes in these situations, um, it helps to have something to hone the spell. Some sort of uh, piece of the location you're hoping to go. Would that aid this in any way? Do you know? It certainly might. Do you all have anything from Saltmarsh? From Saltmarsh? Or a location you're wishing to go? Um, uh, I have Merle's cookbook. I. Oh. You got that at the house, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I have books from the library. That's. You guys uh, don't have anything from I, the city, though? I gave up my book. Rosie has my book. I don't think we have anything. Um, you have a bookmark, Demi. And oh, Zoll, your, your um, oh, truth yeah. card. Oh, we just poof into the leather shop. <laughs> Kiora's like, Kiora. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kiora. 
Right, okay. Warm 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 yeah. Don't tell me. Pulls the journal out, pulls the bookmark out. This was made in Saltmarsh. Good help. Good help. Pulls my, my teeth pouch out. It's gross. Made in Saltmarsh. Maybe marsh, just but... use mine. Maybe just. Maybe we just use my thing. But also, it's been in a book. This um, has been in my mouth. No. <laughs> well, that's true. It's been many places, I assume. <laughs> we'll keep those all ready if we so see fit. Is there any other business you'd like to complete here? You could try and sell some things. Yes, we should try and utilize the city while we have this large city. Get that loot. Who knows yeah. when we'll be back? I will try. We could always meet you at the catacomb. That no. would be ideal. I'd prefer to cast right. a spell from there. Perfect. Oh, we can do that. Very good. Get some shopping done and then go handle God defying issues. Scotty turns to you all. The crown will back you in this matter. So, if you require our aid, feel free to reach out. Do I message you personally, or um, someone else? Kirk will likely be the most helpful in that regard. Perfect. But the message will get to me if it is necessary. Good. Good. And I expect to be kept abridged of this matter. And he looks to Gaston, Bertram, Mavinon, and Kirk as well. Please keep us informed and allow us to help if it is needed. We will spread this strange poem that Peach has formulated, and we have already had the criers uh, spreading information of an individual going by the name of Skarin. Perfect. Thank you, Your Highness. It's very much appreciated, and know that we intend to hopefully fix all of this. That is more than we can ask for. We very much appreciate it. Your Highness, this is unrelated and probably not very important in the grand scheme of things, but um, do you have any news of the Sea Prince's that isn't public knowledge? I mean, the admirals keep me abridged of the conflict. We have maps of their hideaways, reportings of where they've been seen. Do you Is have that... a vetted interest in this? Yes. Um, have you heard of the Lady Lila? Um, yes, it's file... It's flying the flag of the Sea Princes, is it not? Yes, but for the majority of my life, that was my home. Um, if I'm to believe my first mate, which I do, um, that crew and that ship are not, um, have been taken. They're not, uh, I fear they may not be themselves when they're in this conflict, and I am hoping to, when we have a moment, um, handle that situation. 
Very well. If you need information regarding our conflicts with them, please feel free to let us know. As it stands, yeah. we can provide a map, if you'd like, of the current conflict and where lines I are would. being drawn. I would, absolutely. Um, anything that you can provide would be, Very well. would be wonderful. So he will nod and Gaston goes to get another um, guard who disappears returns this was not a part of the plan but as you mention it they do look at their copy of the journal and there are references of the sea princes in there he provides you with a map that showcases uh the islands surrounding um basically the holes of the sea princes so fairwind all of those um everything kind of north of the jekyll bay or jekylia bay um that sits on the southern end across the way from seaton Wonderful. Um, it takes some time uh, to look at to get all the details. But thank you, I appreciate this. And um, we are currently flying under your flag, so um, or under your whatever. So we'll Colors. keep you updated if we find anything. Yep, that was the word. <laughs> New to the whole captain thing. Um, so. We find out anything there I'll keep you updated on that too you've done well could have ended a lot worse and you do have my gratitude of course how's your son he keeps talking about a big white space ah <laughs> I pointed Ash I kind of look at Ashi when he says that like yours Okay. It's more glowy. Oh, gotcha. Yes, um, but he's doing all right. He's asked for Ainsley at least once, which is problematic, but I don't think he's registered what has happened. He's tough. He's made of scoty blood. And his mother was stronger. Yes. He'll pull through. Wonderful. I'm glad. Well, then we will, uh, I suppose, get on with our errands. I will depart for the catacombs, Bertram. That's fine. They kind of make their way out. You do see there was a small contingency of uh, the unmarked order over to the side. And as they step out of the private sanctum, you see them fall and file as they move forwards. Demi's gonna lean over to Zol. Nicknames for Bertram. Bertie? What are we thinking? Gotta get him to lighten up a little bit. Kind of like drum, maybe? I don't know. No, not drum. That's you so... can play him. Instant. Oh, whoop. nope. Different. Exactly <laughs> not like, wait, I didn't mean it like that! <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, that was oh what Zol was thinking. Oh, oh, <laughs> Here is foot. Here is mouth. You're literally just voicing what Zal was saying. That's exactly what Zal was saying. I need to stop repeating what you guys say because when I say it, it's like, oh, wow, that's terrible. (laughs) We're sorry. You can play his butt like Bongo. (laughs) Josh, come on. You could That's a bit much stuff to think. Okay. Anyway. 
Moving on. Uh, I hate my life. Moving on. No, you don't. No, I love don't. Us. I love anyway. my life. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> great. Let's let's go on. <laughs> We're gonna go to our stores, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You're making your way. Which which store are you headed to? The ghost one. You're going to Buy the spirits and vessels, or whatever it's called. Siphons, Siphons and, and souls. Hey, Parker, of course. Our keen mind individual remembering. Ghosts and bottles. All of my, all of my characters just need key in mind. It takes some time. Uh, it's, it's probably about eleven in the morning. Oh no, it'd be later. I apologize. You slept in late. It was about ten when you got up. It's probably about one in the afternoon now, okay. as you make your way through the city of Neildra, ever bustling, beginning to prepare um, for the festivities to come in the near future, as you head out into the streets of the city. Can I perception check to see if anyone is following us? You can perception us? check to see if anyone is following you. Thirteen. Scarin jumps out of a barrel. Yeah. Ah. Uh, no, he does not. Uh, it seems like there are eyes on you, as there always are in the city. Um, but nothing stands out to you as offensive or problematic as you make your way down off of the crest towards the catacombs, crossing that very busy main street that runs north to south as you head into the much older squatter structures of the catacombs. You're going to Siphons and Souls? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd also... Can I ask a quick question of the party? Are we all still looking really fancy? Because this is really funny because this is like that after prom moment, like the morning after where everybody's Demi still changed. in their dresses and everything. Demi changed out of her ball gown into her normal stuff. If you guys are still fancy, she can make herself fancy. People have the gray coat on that Saul had made for them. Hell yeah. Saul is still fancy. She'll make like a, a shorter asymmetrical version of her, like a homecoming version of her dress that she had last night. Okay. Okay. Uh, no armor on though. I'm not wearing any armor. Beautiful. Always armor. Always wearing armor. All the armor. 10 out of 10. Glamour. Beautiful. As you make your way through the city, uh, people kind of glancing at you in your fine attire or your kind of variation on combat finery uh, as you walk through the, the town towards Siphons and Souls. As you reach Siphons and Souls, who takes the lead? Me, oh. I love this guy. It is the exact same pomp and circumstance last time. As you push the door open, cold blast of frigid air in an empty room with slightly flickering blue-green candles. And as you press through, the ghost of Humphrey Tabor slowly floats downwards behind you. Whoa! Salvatore! <laughs> Did you kill my competitors? <laughs> oh, we forgot to do that. Yes. Could you we should do that on the way out of the city. Yes, I do. Well, right. You could tell me, and I'll go and get him. Can you leave uh, here? What was the name uh, of that guy in the tower? It was the Hedge Wizard. One moment. His name was... Where is he? Where is Ivo the name? Magnificent. Ivo the Magnificent. And that was the name of what store? That was... The Invisible Key. The Invisible Key. Invisible Damn, key. Keen Mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to remember anything anymore. Parker does Damn, yeah, Keen no. Please, don't do that. I will tell I'll, him I'll be the... that store, but tell him it's not really worth it. It's not competition. It's just... Mm -hmm. 
there. Ooh, not really magical. <laughs> You're what fine. A ghastly thing to do. <laughs> that loot again. What? Oh, you wish to see the loot? Are you going to buy it? How much was it again? That's what I asked. Uh, 10,000 gold pieces. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's cold in here. <laughs> I think that's your doing. Just yes. giving up halfway through and then committing <laughs> two afterwards is my favorite. <laughs> right. Do you buy items i don't know if we talked about that last time my no not really i um uh, i don't have any gold i have to sell things what if we trade for items trade you wait hold on that doesn't make any sense shut you up, sell shut items i don't because i can't get anybody to buy them it's ah, expensive Sorry. Nothing. What if we traded you lower cost items so they're easier to sell? I feel oh. like I'd still be... Mm-hmm. Roll persuasion. You sold them at lower prices. Roll... Actually, roll... Mm, yeah, roll persuasion. I'll give myself my draconic advantage. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> To save my next twenty, we can get free stuff. Uh, that's a twenty-five. Roll the nineteen. I'd never thought of that. And he like sits down, but there's no chair, and he kind of crosses like a leg over. And, I'd no, never thought of it that way. It makes sense if you wish to sell items, but mm. your items are much too expensive. They're far too nice. Yes, if we trade you lesser true. items. The price would go down. They'd become more accessible to your more common folk. I'm a little worried about the curse not working that way. Well, you'll never know unless you try, right? True. I guess you're right. What do you have to trade to the ghost of Humphrey Table? What do we have to trade to the ghost of Humphrey Table? (laughs) (laughs) They're not magical. But I have uh, plate armor that was uh, devoured by an avatar of Sekala at the Battle of the Black Isle. I understood about four of those words. I'll pass. Thank you. May I ask which four? Sekala. Okay. <laughs> Shark. That wasn't even said. <laughs> Slogan, he's not all okay. there. <laughs> I know you had a good at this point. No. Again. <laughs> Where am I? Who are you people? <laughs> I'm pretty, probably one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sort of thing won't really help me out. Um, well. Do you like looks at cursed the- luck stones? I've got enough curses as it stands. I'm sorry. Thank you. You could Uh, give it to that competitor of yours. Oh, there's a trade. You could give him that or murder him for me. 
I really don't. Then the curse will be lifted and you'll give us the loot. <laughs> I don't know, but it sure go a long way towards helping. <laughs> he has no idea how this curse works. <laughs> no, he's not even cursed. He's just dead. a very confused dead guy. He's just dead, and it's bad. Um, what would you all be willing to trade or sell if you were given the option? I have a spell book. What? what? <laughs> you have what? I collect them. I can go sell these elsewhere and then Demi will have more. This is so rude. I'm just finding like this out now. If you'd like to. You didn't ask. Well, I didn't think you would have spell books on you. What I you like think? books. I've got. I had three, but I traded two. I'm going to stop the creepy oh. ghost music. <laughs> Zal, Zal definitely looks at him and just I don't really want to part with it but this is important and he pulls the staff of the adder off of his back Aww. what do you think about that? how much could that reduce or change the price? let me think about this as Humphrey Tabor looks at it he like slowly rotates upside down and then his hand's still on his chin, but upside down as he, like, floats down the length of it, inspecting it. <laughs> Staff of the Adder. It's an uncommon. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's all of my... I appreciate everyone trying, but if we don't have enough money, it's it's okay. <laughs> no! no. It could no, give you about 500 gold pieces for this. Don't do that. I don't have 500 gold pieces, but... I could take it in trade for the lunch. Could you give me five hundred off the loot? No, that's <laughs> you're joking, right? What about my boots with that? What? They're also uncommon. Why? Yeah, they're also uncommon. Why would you trade the? That would go for about. That would give you about a thousand gold pieces worth of credit. So 1,500. Credit to a magic store. We're trading it in a GameStop. (laughs) Yeah. We are. $1,500 of credit. Outside, does there seem to be a place selling armor anywhere nearby? Um, you recall there being like a armory, like a a smith down the way, um, that you could certainly go back to. And you would know, Peach, at this point, a good set of plate would go between a thousand and fifteen hundred gold pieces. Ooh, I'll be right back. It's worth a lot of money. Uh, yeah. um, and then, you guys do realize this is going to be all of our money. Like I even don't if care. we get this, it's going to be all it. of our money. You should then, sell it either way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Peach will be selling that. If you perform with the loot, you can make it back. Okay. I remember the loot gave you bonuses on uh, performance checks and talents. Loot does oh. a lot. Is it possible for Peach to run there? We'll say just retroactively. We don't even need to roleplay it. Like, you dip out while Humphrey Tabor tells a lengthy ghost story. (laughs) Uh, As you dip down, it's just a few streets over to find. There's enough smiths and forges. Um, Roll persuasion for me to see how much you get. That is not great. Uh, 13. Okay. I'll say you can get about 1,200 gold pieces for this. Okay. You throw and in then... the like, this was worn by Peach, hero of the Black Isles. I'm Peach, hero of the Black Isles. Um, As you walk away, you immediately they... hear him trying to sell it to somebody else. 
using that Excellent. line. <laughs> um, they'll also sell their greatsword. Greatsword is going to go for... Hold on. Used by Peach, Hero of the Light. $30,000. It's nowhere near... I think it's like 75 gold pieces. Mm. Greatsword. Okay. Peach comes back with uh, 1,275 gold and hands it to Demi. Immediately wants it to... Yeah. Here. Uh, Loot. Zol definitely, while that's going on, Zol definitely has a moment where he looks at Demi, looks at his hip, which has the new dagger on it, and puts no. the dagger on the no, table. No, goes, no, 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 no. How much for that? Way too much. Take that off the table. Ooh, Take that off the table. What is this? Let me let him appraise it and Leans appraise it. it. Sniffs it. Okay. Ooh, I don't like that. Necrotic. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Necrotic? No, I didn't get that. That's the damage type on it, is necrotic. The damage type oh. is necrotic damage. Oh, I didn't get that. I thought I gave you that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you told us. No, Maybe before when me. Sean checked it with his detective. You did tell me yeah, the no. magic. I didn't know it was it did oh. necrotic damage. Yeah, no, the he, da- said, the, he said that. The seven extra okay. is necrotic, yeah. Um, yeah. For this... About 3,000 gold pieces, probably. Do not do that. I have, with peaches, we have, like, barely enough. Like, just barely. Okay, um, I'm just out. Metagaming pigeon here for two seconds. Poof. If I give up my three things, that's 4,500. Yeah, it is a lot. I actually would like to because i don't ever use them and i don't like these spells for demi um would like to sell or credit the eyes of charming oh. which is uncommon uncommon it could be about 500 gold pieces too now okay. again to keep in mind he can only trade you guys he can't give you anything of monetary value so if you're looking yes. to like so it's yeah. it's taking it off of Got the it. price so yeah. the eyes 500 mm-hmm. peach has given and then how much are you what else are you trading in item wise we have enough after like we have enough to do it after he takes the 500 off for my I'm, item I'm so also, i don't technically need to give anything else up yeah. unless you want to get rid of something at which point yeah, yeah. go for it is anybody wanting I'm to get up. rid of anything for this trade i don't want to get i don't want to put it like that because i don't like that well you but know what i mean though like this I is i will give up i will give up the staff of the adder that was 500 i said 500 you don't have to I, if you don't want i don't to, use it really i use my magic and now i have this dagger so i'm mainly gonna mean that what was that okay. shot? if you don't want the shoes i will take them off you okay yeah. cool you don't have so sean will take the shoes I just figured they so were that'll take a thousand yeah. off right so you a thousand off from items yes um see so 900 left You've gotten a bunch from Peach based on... 9,000, you mean. Nine, yeah, 9,000. Wow, I said 900. Hey, you nearly got away with a deal, because I'm dumb. I, you know what, Josh? Yeah. I'll just sell the um, pack to the Rod Keeper. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Um, this is your her name's, name's mother. mother. <laughs> her name's mother. Her name is Sophia. Uh, um, okay. And I don't yeah. suppose that I can... I can try and get him to the curse doesn't think the that curse those are is pretty pretty sad okay he has <laughs> okay. to he oh has i to. meant like him appraising those for more than they were worth because we've used them but 
That's what I meant. I'm not going to have him, like, take anything Oh, yeah. Him. It doesn't... It's kind of... Your fame is irrelevant to this person. Fair. Unfortunately. <laughs> Most I'm people gonna... are like, whoa, this is cool. He's like, oh, I like ghost puns. The spell, uh, <laughs> the spell book, I won't... I. We're going to see how this goes. How much would this go for? A spell book. Uh, depends on the spells. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I brought the, the cow farmer. It's the, it's the first one she got. So it's the... Um, Sandblast? Do I need to go no. get this book out? Yeah, it's the alchemist oh, one from the mansion. I'll look it up. <laughs> you want look to. it up online. I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse, better I, I really wish I, I brought the cow farmer with me. Because we could sell the cow farmer now. It is very fitting that on episode 33, we're going back to the salt marsh book, guys. Yeah. We're going back to our roots. Let's see. Sinister secrets? Yeah. But we're not playing salt marsh anymore? What? what? Surprise. <laughs> Since like episode five? What? What? Uh, this is from the guy trapped behind the wall, correct? That is correct. Yes, it's the, it's the alchemist that I thought the luck stone was going to be the alchemy one. Yeah. The one who was trying to make the Philosopher's Stone. The one whose bag of holding I have. No. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't his. It was in a room next to where we fought that guy. Oh, that's right. So it is Sambalot. Yeah. It is Sambalot. We one. still there could be really cool stuff in that bag. We never. We have to break it one day. <sighs> you can just turn it inside out. I yep. know that breaks it, doesn't it? No, it's only if you tear it. Tear it. That's what it is. I always forget. I always confuse those two in my mind. Where yeah. it's if it gets turned inside out, it breaks versus tearing. Yeah, it should oh still work. Oh, trying to remember where this is. Sorry, guys. Is it book, Josh? It should be Sambalat's book, I believe. Yeah. It is. Dancing Lights, Minor Illusion, Ray of Frost, Charming Person, Color Spray, Magic Missile, Silent Image, Magic Mouth, and Scorching Ray. So they're all fairly low-level spells. They're not like... Anything super high level in that? Hey, hey! Don't sell my man short. I mean, I'm not saying they're not. Sandlot? Yeah. <laughs> the dead Your guy? man? The guy we tortured yeah, to death? <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that part. You tortured him and then he died. Too. Yeah. We never tortured him. Yeah. We just thousand percent tortured him. First of all, we never tortured him. We just confused it. Psychological. There we go. Emotional torture. I was bullied in person. But I like how we're all we're all going full semantics, and Button just goes, "We're terrible." Grew as a party. You guys are D and D players, is what you. He starts kind of like attempting to flip through the book, and his hand keeps going through the pages. He goes, "Would you mind?" Sure. She reads out the list of spells. Physics only and, partially applies to this guy. I don't and know. And <laughs> she reads out the list of spells and then asks if uh looks at looks at Salvatore to see if he actually cares about any of these. Wouldn't mind them. Do you want this? I wouldn't mind them. <laughs> but if it's a good enough price, I'm not gonna say no. What's the price on it? I'd probably say about five hundred for this. Would you like this book, or do you think that's a good price for a spell book? Salvatore. Huh? Would you like, I like the book? book? We can afford it otherwise. It's just sitting in my bag. So The call is yours to make. Spell book is not mine.
All right. Salvatore, I got you a gift, and she'll hand the spell book over. This um, was the correct choice. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a gift. Um, Thank you, Parker. You're welcome. Above her head. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the it's the Salvatore approves. Yeah. <laughs> Salvatore will remember <laughs> this. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so if we were to buy the loot, it's. 10,000, but now it's 9,000 because we traded yes. two uncommon items. Yes. Nobody else has anything that they want to sell while I Actually, I give you 77 gold for the book. 77? <laughs> there you go. Can you give you 11 Thank gold and a silver. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Deal well, that Could takes, you? That takes it away as a gift. Okay. Two this questions. brings it back to the math episode. <laughs> yeah, it does. Leather armor. Studded leather armor, probably not magical. It's not magical. And a scimitar. He, he's not going to, he's already established, he's not going to buy any of that sort of stuff from you You're guys. You're a piece of shit, dude. Come on. <laughs> you could take it, you could go with Peach down. You. you could go with Peach down to the blacksmith if you want to try and I could have, but like. Do it. It happened. It happened. You can, this is a good it. time to clear out your inventory. Yeah, That's fuck literally it. what it I'm happened. trying to do. Yeah. Okay. It's not that I want to clear this up. I just, I really. As Zal, he's like, I really want Demi to have. She will her. also sell her studded leather armor. So that's forty-five gold pieces that. each. Okay. As so over the next two hours, you guys run back and forth and go to all the stores. I'm so kidding. That's what, it's three, three of those. Uh, three of those. How many I, I had one. one. You had one. So that's ninety. You gave one to Oceanus, I think, was where the third one went. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, scimitar. How much was that? Scimitar would go for. It's used by Zal. Excuse us, as we all have this very interesting math episode. It was used by Zal in the battle. Of Normally Black twenty. Hawk. Let's say twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, used, but also used by a famous person. So twenty-five. So was, so was our armor though, but that was also used by Demi and Zal. Heroes of the you Black. Got, you're, you're good. You got you got full we price for it. usually <laughs> merchants. Usually the merchants no. come in at like. Okay. Not full price, so I'm trying to bamboozle giving, him. Giving, he doesn't see anything. I've got him. Uh, I'm so bamboozled. Okay, <laughs> he is six hundred gold. Nine, <laughs> so nine thousand. Nine thousand. Yes. Take my gold. Yes. Nine thousand. This is ridiculous. We could buy our boat. Get Here. it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Get it. Oh, you don't. Know, you know, <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay, she's spending nine that jeez that hurts. Okay. Nine thousand gold pieces. What are you, Kvoth? Yeah. <laughs> As you push the items and the money across the table, he kind of looks at the loot, and then there is a moment where you begin to hear this kind of low very low noise that turns into a shrieking sound. As a spirit comes swirling out of the loot in a horrific noise, and then poofs through the ceiling, and the loot kind of lifts with its form for a minute as if being carried, and then the tether to the loot between the spirit breaks, and the loot, boom, gently back onto the counter. The loot is now yours. Thank you. And he dramatically floats through the wall behind him. And then comes back to get oh, the money. Does that always happen? <laughs> <laughs> does that always happen? 
What? What happened? I didn't see it. What was it? Insight check. Roll insight. I was looking away for just, no. <laughs> just a moment. I had dust in my eye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no problem. Oh, to get rid of my bard get? has an instrument. What'd you get, button? Oh, I got a six. Yeah. I don't. I also got so much spell stuff. Dude, Hello. Lots of spells. Do you have any teleportation spells? No. Nope. <laughs> I didn't fly though. Oh, you got fly too? Fuck yeah. Is it self only? I can target two people and I will fly. Well, to other people, so I can do myself and somebody into other people. I can touch a willing creature and it costs a charge, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven charges a day. So now the whole party can fly. You can only, yeah, you can only do each spell once. One at a time, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can only do, oh. Each spell once a day. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. But now all of us can fly. Yeah, because Zal can cast it on two additional creatures for so ten minutes. Plus, for ten, it's enough to get back to the city if we're like a mile away. It's very good. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Holy shit, this is a big upgrade. Um. Also, I feel like during this whole exchange, at some point, Zal, <laughs> Salvatore, do you have any other items that would? I, I don't know. Did you have anything like magical other than your magic, of course? I just gestured to the bracelet I just got. I have this and this cane. Right. Um, and Zol kind of looks at the rest of the party and just kind of points at his boots and just kind of shrugs for a moment. What? What are you? What about your shoes? Once like we get back to Saltmarsh, Salvatore, Sal- Sal- remind me, we'll have a talk. All right. Sounds splendid. We should probably do that. We should go. Oh, we get back to Saltmarsh. Let's go home. Yeah, right. Oh, shoot. I... <sighs> okay. Yeah. They're going to walk to the catacombs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we will... You guys got all your stuff from the palace and all that jazz. Salvatore, I assume you planned to pack it all up. Yeah, the trunk. The, the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. You guys got uh, you got all your stuff together. You head towards the familiar long temple facade of the catacombs. And as you walk up those big granite stairs into the main entryway, you can see all those benches where folks are sitting waiting you can see a few acolytes even a few other unmarked order individuals moving around the space bertram is out front and waves to you all one moment disappears into catacombs returns a minute later this way uh, and begins to lead you back down the hallway he stops a little shorter this time not as deep Uh, into where the archives are and then he turns and the stone shifts and there are stairs leading downwards the last kind of time you went in this direction it was the opposite direction uh, and it was a ramp leading downwards these are stairs that go more abruptly and steeply deep this way Uh, and begins to step down these stairs as they form before him and he walks downwards cutting into this catacomb It stops much sooner than the last cut does. The floor, it consists of that black, black stone. 
but the roof and the walls are still that grayer stone color. It's a big, wide, open, circular room with a domed ceiling. It is about 30 feet tall, at the center of which there is a raised platform. There are various tables with Salvatore, you would notice, and Demi as well, all sorts of, and maybe Zal as well, all sorts of spell components um, in various forms and arrays. He looks at you and looks downwards, and Salvatore, with your research, you would note that this does look like a teleportation circle. You're not certain what to do with it, but this is a teleportation circle. Okay. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Now, I must be clear once again. I'm using this space because it is, it feels closer. To my God, I'm not using the teleportation circle per se. You understand this, correct? Yes. Yes. There is no coming back. Morbid. As um, we bring our silver bag. Uh, um. Then you're attempting to get us to Salt Marsh. I will do my best. Wonderful. I'm gonna wait to send Oceanus a message until we end up somewhere. Falling out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, my last goodbye. That's it. Can we all, like, get close so that uh, if something bad happens, we're close to each other? Do you want to hold my hand? Sure. I was, I was teasing you. It's fine. Okay. I link hands with Salvatore. I will yeah. hold. I will yeah, connect yeah, yeah. us. So I'll hold <laughs> each Enzal's hand. Oh, and then I'll hold Salvatore's other hand. Now. All right. <laughs> Welcome are to the family. <laughs> are you providing any of those items to aid with this location? Yeah. I'll, I I'll let go of Debbie's my, hand and I get I'll my pull tea the, cap. I'll pull the the bookmark out if he needs it. Does tea it stay with you or no? It might. Yeah. If it does, be careful with it and I'll come back and get it. All right. Same with my teeth caps. <laughs> and my <laughs> ex. He takes the items, the teeth cap a little gingerly. Uh, and he goes out to the corners of this teleportation circle. The large stone slab is about 15 feet across, and there are these almost like star-like shape patterned into it with points with these recesses. And he places the few items that you provide across this platform in a geometrical shape. All right. Oh, I snap Ashi out of existence, by the way. Oh, oh shoot. Um, that might make this easier. One oh. less soul. Bims. Hide and seek time. <laughs> One less soul. Try and go back where you were. <laughs> I gotta get a quiet away for him to do that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. I'll work on that. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, true. <laughs> <laughs> They're right around the corner. <laughs> He steps into the center of this circle, making sure you're all within. Bertram stands off to the side, watching. 
quietly as a hush. Go ahead. Sorry. Go Sorry, ahead. just say safe to uh, Bertrand. Best of luck. Mavinon turns to you. Are you all ready? Uh, sure. Very well. He lets the silence fall and down deep within the bedrock of the catacombs now, standing on this black glistening stone around you with the gray stone arching up, up, up around. Mavinon slowly turns his hands outwards, first initially raised up and then turns them downwards. And he begins to slowly shift his face, looking down like this. And as his head slumps forward and he gazes downwards, you see the black pupilless eyes fade to white. And it seems to almost meet to his skin as he begins to murmur something under his breath. And I am going to make a few rolls here. Oh, oh God. No. Oh, no. Please fall out of the sky. Please don't. I just want to at least get not again. <laughs> what are our passive sure. perceptions again? Uh, ten. 16. Nine. Ten. With the sixteen, you are able to hear. We just. It has been centuries since I have reached out to you. I beseech you now, on your own behalf, for your intervention in this matter. Oh God! God damn it! Dire. He's level two. <laughs> it is my friend Dire. These people need to be moved so that they may help you and free you from whatever bonds weaken you and place you in this state. And as the white or the black fades from his eyes, you see as it begins to seep out from his feet across the stone in a rolling sort of gray-black <laughs> mist. It crosses your feet and wraps around the edge of this stone pillar and then down and underneath it. What? And as you look downwards at this stone, you see beneath you, though you're standing on a flat, solid surface, deep, deep below you, there is a flame. And the flame is rising towards you. I don't want to go there yet. And as it gets closer and closer, <laughs> The flame <laughs> begins to become a flaming skull. Oh, shit. And it gets closer and closer, and now it is massive. The mouth opens, and it is the size of this platform that you are standing on, an inky black void within this flame. And as the mouth closes on you, you see Aragal kind of... Or not Aragal, excuse me, Mavinon look up at so you. Be safe. And the mouth snaps up and closes around you, and you are sinked into darkness. Oh shit! Oh shit! It is pitch black for three seconds, 
four seconds, five seconds. Then all of a sudden, you hear a noise, a whipping sound of wind as if you're being conveyed forward across through something. You can feel something brushing against you, almost akin to air, but it doesn't feel the exact same. Something brushing against your skin. And then there's a point of purple, silver light ahead. And you are tearing across this black void, that purple, silvery space, undulating in the distance. And as you hit it, all of a sudden, brightness fills your eyes. You take a moment to adjust as you are hurtling through a space that is this drifting purple and silver everywhere. There is no up or down. And yet, as you look down, you see hundreds, thousands, possibly millions of forms drifting across an open expanse of silver and purple. It goes 10, 15, 20 seconds, and then you see a different undulating light ahead. This one a pale green color, flecks of blue dotting across it, almost translucent, and you're pulled into that color. And again, there is a flash of bright light as you soar through this space, your eyes adjusting again. And now the space you are in, everything is translucent, hazy, foggy. You feel like you can see forever and yet not even recognize your own hand in front of your face as this oppressive light, I know it's weird, uh, fills around you. It's Your vision is obscured, it's so strange. Everything seems directly in front of you and yet far away at the same time. You see images of familiar places on the mortal plane. Salvatore, you swear a ghostly spectral variant of the city of Greyhawk. Oh. And across this space, again, everywhere. Worse than the last space you were in. Hundreds, thousands, millions of congregated souls standing, shuddering in and out of space, reality shifting around him. And then there is one final flash as you hurtle across this space and crash through another black, inky void. Your body begins to adjust. Gravity seems to pull you downwards, and suddenly there is immense vertigo as you hurtle straight down, 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 down again. A rushing, rushing sound, this time sounding like wind, truly. This time feeling like a cool brush of wind against your skin as you hurtle downwards and downwards and downwards. And then there is a bright flash. And as your eyes open, you find yourself standing in a circle on an island just off of the shore. The prime material plane back around you. The sound of seagulls filling your ears. The smell of salt water catching your nose the gentle lapping of waves against the shore. You recognize this space around you. There's a small island just off the coast of Saltmarsh that you've passed many times. You've recognized a few small little boulders off at old angles, but now that you're standing on the island, these were clearly placed here in some sort of formation. She plops down on the sand. 
Try to put their head between her knees. Crazy old man! <laughs> that was the worst. Is teleportation always like that? Oh. I hope <laughs> uh, Also, can we see our house from here? Uh, like, can we see the top of the lighthouse? Wait, you could house? probably see the top of the lighthouse from here. Oh, As you look, you just see, like, off on the horizon, a little further south. It's home. Oh. Stop we that. Live in a <laughs> fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Very nice inside. Lovely. So, do we go run to the mine right now? Hold on, I. <laughs> She's like, we're on an hour right? her knees. So, that. I never want to die. Is that dying? I don't want to do it. Yeah, that. I yeah, think it's like, dying right now. I think actually, it's dying now. Josh, is is that like where where we went? For the first hit, where it was like purple and silver, you saw the that, purple and silver. Was that like when I got pulled, when I died, and I went to? Is that exactly the same? From okay, above. yeah. Okay, yeah. Basically, that um, that field of of um, people. I stood in there with all of them when I. Um, yeah. That's really familiar. Let's not repeat it. A little strange. Looking oh, down on it. Oh, this is gross. Okay. Sorry. Um, she's gonna stand up, lean against a boulder, message Oceanus. Well, she's messaging him that I want to cast <laughs> scry. Oh, on, Jesus. Okay. And I want to scry on Dravosi. On Dravosi. Okay. So. Do you want me to do this yeah, right now? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you can, if you if you just want to say you message him to tell him blah, or you can roleplay at your call. Whatever makes you it's happy. Just... So, hi. We're back in Saltmarsh. <laughs> Too hard to explain. Please sail the ship back. Be safe. Uh, you won't have any questions about that. <laughs> Don't let Odophilia fall off again. Bye. That's <laughs> 25. I'm not going to ask. We'll try not to let Odafila fall off. Stay safe. See you in Salt Marsh. Sorry, not <laughs> a question. <laughs> yeah, he spent the whole day trying to figure out what he did wrong. He's like, I gotta stop asking questions. Uh, yeah, busted. Okay. Zal. Yep. How do you want to scry? What does this look like, my friend? And do um, you have the materials for it? Do I, is there a material? Oh, that's a good question. There is. Yep. Shit, I don't. No. Never mind. I okay. don't scry. We'll get you. Uh... Oh, wait, do I? I actually might have a viable room. I think it's supposed to be worth a thousand gold pieces, though. Holy uh... shit. Oh, yeah, you're right. Fuck. That's annoying. Uh, yeah, don't then. Sorry. I lied. I don't cast Scry. I want to cast Scry. It's a good spell. I don't. It is. So I grabbed it. Um. Uh, 
I don't know. I think Zal would just... Should we go into the mine now? Are we going home? What's the plan? Are we just on an island in the middle of the ocean? So you're not in the middle of the ocean. You're right <laughs> off, off the shore. Coast. Salvatore, this How is no far? space. It's probably about like 400 feet to salt marsh proper. Okay. Across um, like a I little can... stretch of water. Sorry, I can but I can or I can swim to shore and get a boat so you don't have to spend the spell. I think we should go straight to the mine. Swimming sounds nice. It doesn't. I'll, I'll literally fly us You there. can fly. Okay. Sabato, have you ever flown? I guess... No. You want to? I think so. Okay. That's a good answer. Anybody else? I can take one more. Are we? So are we flying straight to the mine? Is that what we're doing? What are... I believe so. Okay. I don't know how and far yet... we can get, but... Okay. How so, far is the mine from where we are, Josh? The mine is about four hours walking, so it would take, I believe, a couple of those fly spells to get y'all there. 60 foot. 60 I mean, at least we can... I feel like we did the math for this. Hold on, give me a second, because we have to do it. It's because 120... Sure, and then just fly less than yeah. 10 feet above the shore until it runs out, just for the speed, and then walk through. I'll say you could get at least three quarters of the way there and walk the rest. Okay. It probably let's say it'll it'll cut your trip down to about an hour total. Okay. That's I think fine. that's mathematically how we we did a whole bunch of math for Morton because he could fly everywhere. Uh and it yeah. it turned into that essentially. So Okay. D Demi, would you like to try out your new loot? Would I know what's in here? Uh it's as a great you for, like magical, like, <laughs> but, like like her whole deal, how she figures out spells. Would she have any idea? Does it? I believe it requires a tune. It does. So technically, I don't think you've attuned to it yet. Yeah, you I'd need have an to hour. To but once it. you connect to it, you would absolutely know all of its capabilities. Cool. Um, you could take the so time to attune to it. If you want to. Sorry, but it's cursed. It's an hour, isn't it? Yeah. It's an hour. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I don't know if everybody wants to watch me tune a loot for an hour. The kind of uh, it takes two hours off our time traveling. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I will also I be equipped with it. Yeah, yeah. She, she sits there and is just tuning a loot for <laughs> an hour to figure out. What? what? Oh. <laughs> okay, why did you... Okay, but that... Are you okay? God, I hope so. And you look a little... Sorry. If that makes sense. I, I feel terrible. As you attune well. to that item, uh, with the venom, there is a gentle prick that breaks your skin, even the tough dragonborn skin, and you feel as a slight chilling sensation runs up your arm. <sighs> you feel a little woozy. Wait, I have cold resistance. You still feel a little woozy. Damn it! It doesn't do any damage to you, but you okay. feel woozy. Okay. Ooh. You're right there. I feel. I feel great. I see face spiders everywhere. Okay. Suddenly, I need... feel bad about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Did you just say you you see phase spiders everywhere? <laughs> That's the shitty side effect. Everyone looks like a face spider. Face spiders are like people though. Which is, which, can I just say though, my favorite idea of this is that all that if that was true, Ainsley saw everybody as a face spider. spider. She's, She's dancing with ball. a face spider, and, <laughs> and then just carrying out a little face spider, and is like, "Uh oh, child, I'm gonna kill this face." I mean, she actually bats it. Bats it. Say, no, you you don't see face, but you do experience that. Demi, yes. As you begin to tune the lute, yes, ding ding ding, ding dialing it in dialing it Mm -hmm. in over the next hour you begin to recognize the magical potential of this it's almost like it it aligns exactly with your perspective regarding harmonics this space that you look into you can feel you could shift sound around you with this instrument to allow people to float or fly like little pieces of the equation seem to fit together almost for you as you look at this item okay you are attuned to the dos loot and you are attuned to the phase venom bracers yay wonderful (laughs) so we want to try flying there right yeah you're all right, Salvatore. You look. I feel great. Really? Oh, oh? totally worth it. Oh, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no! It's a little. I think I was teleportation. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Dragon Ball and throw up before. Well, well. Cross it off your bucket list. <laughs> okay. It's not on mine. Um. Add it to bucket. <laughs> See dragonborn throw up again. <laughs> Twice. Alright guys. Okay. Let's do this. Bye. Am sure. I casting it on three we... people? What's what do you want to do, Parker? I yeah, I have to I can do it. Can um, you do it? Can you do it at higher on. levels? Mm-mm. I think I can well, hold on. Let me look. I think it's at where are you? It's the it's third level. Yeah, you just cast it third level. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wait, no. At higher levels, spell. when you cast this spell, you well, it'd be using a spell slot at that point. Yeah. 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 yeah so I'll, you can just cast it on yourself. I'll cast it on the others. Okay. I have to cast it at fifth level. And was that a short rest sitting there? And like you can, you? it would have counted as a short rest. Yeah. If you wanna. Get spell slots back at some. So. We're uh, we're just sitting there, and she's like, "I don't know how this is gonna work." Um, and she starts plucking at it and playing a song that she knows uh, talks about flying. Okay. And, uh, so just she's got the. It's just like part of a song that she knows, but she'll sing the little stanza about flying, and then. Do I get to flavor this however? If to you'd like it? to, please, yes. Yeah. They're like, they look like they're f- out of water. They look like they're formed out of water. 
Um, so it's like very Steven Universe lapis lazuli, like big water wings uh, displayed because she doesn't think the angel wings would fit her. Nice. So oh, that's. <laughs> they almost like the feather aspect of it, though, is like iced. So it looks like ice, like when you can see water. Very cool. Uh, as Temi begins to take off, so I was like, that's beautiful, and puts his hand <laughs> on, on uh, Salvatore and Peach's shoulders, and then just has, like, just kind of shifts a little bit, and so there's just the three golden wings that appear on their backs. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. You all yeah. launch into the sky. Yes, yes. Guys, and we have a party. We have a full party that can fly now. Ten minutes. <laughs> you begin to cut up the coast, heading back towards where you know the mine to be located, a few hours away. Uh, as you fly, soaring along the coastline, Salvatore, you get a good, quick glance of the town of Saltmarsh back to the south. This little island with a lighthouse, even further south. The little, kind of, barely even an island that you were sitting on on the coast as you begin to fly up along this road that moves along the shoreline. Occasionally you pass over little copses or woods. Occasionally there's little cliffs or shores or even kind of grayish white sand beaches um, as you move forward and forward. Eventually you guys begin to feel the magic fade and you touch down about 15 minutes walk outside of Hell yeah. the mine. Hell yeah. How do you proceed? Should we tell them that we're back already? Because this was a pretty... First, let's see if they're all dead. Not too. <laughs> let's hope not. Yeah. So quick pace then. Probably jogging. Yeah, I will... Um... Uh, how long did it take to get down the mine? It was like 40 minutes? It was quite a while, yeah. It was a long ways down. All right. Um... Then Peach will wait until we're like five minutes out and then cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Ooh. About five minutes out, you pass cast, cast Pass Without a Trace. Pass Pass And begin to make your way. You can now see uh, as you kind of come up over this elk or this slight hill, the palisades, the kind of wooden palisades that uh kind of circumvent the main body of the mine however also, you also see oh. sitting out on the water oh. a vessel with black sails and a a black raven head oh and with that my friends we're actually going to call the session here Whoa! <laughs> the raven head on us and leave yep. you're just going to hit us with that crow Scream! Scream! My friends. <sighs> Sitting on the water, out on that blue surface, the waves lapping against it, is this ship constructed mostly of black, pitch black, possibly tarred wood, with jet black sails and a raven's head as the figurehead to the ship. God damn it. You know what mm. I now only can imagine, right, Josh? Hmm. It's just, we get in a big fight on the surface, we're doing our thing, and then our ship just teleports in behind it, just starts unloading cannons into the back of the <laughs> ship. Shiana's just a spamming the teleport button. <laughs>
Well, folks, you've been listening to the Conundrum Company podcast. This show is a stream hosted on twitch.tv slash the welcome in every weekend at 6 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. So come on down and join us if you want to catch the live show. Our ambient music was brought to you guys by the amazing application Soundtail, and our themes were created by Arcane Anthems. <laughs>